This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is Monday, March 14th. It's Pi Day, by the way, 314. Oh. Happy Pi Day. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a young child shot and killed his 17-year-old relative during an argument on Saturday afternoon, according to investigators. This is an awful story. It happened about 440 on Saturday in Philadelphia's Germantown neighborhood. Police say a 17-year-old male and his 9-year-old half-brother were playing video games when an argument ensued. According to investigators, the teen was bullying or harassing the child and threatened him with a BB gun. That's when police say the nine-year-old somehow found a handgun and shot his half-brother. The teenager was rushed to an area hospital where he later died. It's unclear how the child gained access to the gun, and there's no immediate word on if charges will be filed. Delaware State Police arrested a woman accused of killing a pedestrian and injuring several other people during a double carjacking rampage on Sunday. The incident happened at 9.30 a.m. when police say 30-year-old Bertilia Simon uh, carjacked the driver of a Chevrolet tracks along Route 9. Police say a 67-year-old man and 66-year-old woman and two teens were inside the vehicle at the time. The 66-year-old woman sustained injuries, uh, minor injuries, after she was hit while the suspect was fleeing the scene. The suspect then fled to the area of Route 9 and Boothburst, uh, Boothurst Boulevard, where she struck and killed a 48-year-old man. Sivan uh, is then accused of driving to the Brandywine Valley SPCA, where police say she struck a 19-year-old woman in the parking lot. Uh, the victim's sustained non-life-threatening injuries. After fleeing that scene, police say she struck a Maserati head-on while traveling on Route 141. A 34-year-old man and a 26-year-old woman inside the Maserati were not seriously injured. After that crash, a 62-year-old man driving in a Ford Explorer stopped to render aid but was subsequently carjacked by Simon, according to police. Uh, With a 77-year-old female still inside the vehicle, uh, the suspect then fled the area of Hamburg Road, where police say she crashed into a Honda Odyssey. The 52-year-old woman in the Odyssey and the 77-year-old female still in that Ford Explorer were not seriously injured. That's insane. Uh, right? Absolutely Does insane. Did they, have they indicated whether she was trying to wreck these know. cars on purpose and they run don't into know. these people? Wow. Yeah, okay. a motive for the rampage is still being investigated, so they haven't released anything wow. as to why. Uh, police say an off-duty Wilmington police officer and a former law enforcement officer who witnessed part of the incident apprehended the suspect at the final crash scene until troopers arrived. Uh, anyone who captured video of any of these incidents, obviously they're asking you to contact the Delaware State Police that might help them in their investigation. Former President Barack Obama revealed Sunday afternoon that he's tested positive for COVID-19 and is experiencing mild symptoms. Michelle and I are grateful to be vaccinated and boosted, and she has tested negative. It's a reminder to get vaccinated if you haven't already, even as cases go down. Coronavirus cases have plummeted uh, since January when the Omicron variant raged across the United States, setting records of infections. Many cities and states have since softened their COVID uh, mitigation measures, ditching masks and vaccine mandates. Obama says that he had a scratchy throat for a couple of days, but is feeling fine otherwise. In sports this morning. The Sixers beat the Magic 116 to 114 last night in Orlando. They did it! 
Joel Embiid had 35 points and 16 rebounds. They were down by 17 points in the first half and trailed by 10 in the fourth quarter, but were able to come back to get the win in overtime. The Sixers are back home tonight and will take on the Denver Nuggets tip-off set for 7.30. The Flyers lost to the Montreal Canadiens last night in South Philly. In a matchup what the of f- is it? last place clubs, the Canadians won 4-3 in overtime. The Flyers are home again on Thursday for Claude Giroux's 1,000th game with the franchise, and we'll actually have a sweet level tickets to give away for that game all week. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock on Thursday night. The NCAA tournament will begin later this week with two local teams that made it to the big dance. The Villanova Wildcats won the Big East tournament on Saturday night, and the Delaware Blue Hens won the Colonial Athletic Association title on Tuesday. The two teams will play each other in the first round. Villanova is is the two seed in the South region and will play Delaware on Friday afternoon in Pittsburgh. And Tom Brady's retirement lasted 40 days. Brady said yesterday that he is returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the 23rd season in the NFL. The seven-time Super Bowl champion announced his decision on Twitter and Instagram saying he has unfinished business. He wrote, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you so much, Kathy. And uh, we welcome everybody back. We're ready for a full week. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. It was. It was fun. Yeah. It was bizarre. It depends on where you were as far as the snow goes. Because when it hit on Saturday, my area got nailed. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. We got like... Four or five inches of snow. Are you snow. kidding me? Oh, no. You guys didn't? No. I, I so, got a dusting. I went into the city that yeah. day for the Philly Pops, and there was no snow anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll show you a video. I, I yeah. took it in my, in my my on my phone. I just thought everybody was getting that. Uh, but yeah, we got absolutely. Wild. I'll tell you what, though, it was it was whipping up like crazy. The wind. Oh yes. my god! I was in the Poconos uh, in a hot tub while it was snowing <laughs> oh, wow. it, like, outside. Yeah. Nice. It was great. It oh, was isn't it the best. Yeah, it I was love so being much in the hot fun. tub when it's snowing. And but, how much did they get in the Poconos? Uh, we, there, there was a lot. I mean, we didn't leave. We went to Kalahari, so we didn't really leave Kalahari, so we didn't have to drive around. But I mean, when when I left yesterday, the parking lot was still covered. Like they were still mm-hmm. going around with mm-hmm. the plows and the um, the salt and stuff like that. So I mean, I was say like maybe you know six seven eight inches somewhere wow. around there yeah you know why we got as much as because we did because oh, yeah. yeah. i, I ran the gas <laughs> out of my snowblower yeah. and right. stowed it away you, and it happened oh. but uh-huh. listen it did uh, <laughs> by yesterday my driveway was completely clear so nothing to worry about but nonetheless it was really really strange uh, and I had gotten to the pops and the people at the Kimmel Cultural Center. You know, it was kind of a slow start for people arriving. And uh, a woman who's working there, she's like, yeah, these people think, I guess, there's snow, you know, that it, that this is a blizzard. I'm like, well, I, here, look at this video I took at my house. She's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Right, yeah. Okay, maybe so. Yep. But anyhow, no matter where you were, hopefully you had a uh, decent weekend. Now, we have a few things going on as far as today's program goes. We'll... Uh, Set up the new word of the week pack uh, word word we word of the week prize pack. That's what I'm trying to say. We have a four pack of pit tickets to see the Black Keys and an autographed drum head as well. So letter of the day at the end of the show. Uh, we're going to have a kind of spur of the moment musical performance on the program today too because last week I don't even know how we got here on to this here conversation. To... It was about Huga. That's it. It was about the the movie Frozen, and now take it away, Case. Uh, no, no, no. It was just the, the word Hugo you had mentioned, and then I had mentioned Frozen, but it was not in the movie Frozen. It's only in the musical the stage Frozen. show. Yeah. Okay, so anyhow, we got contacted a text from uh, the Arts Academy Charter Middle School, 
and one of the teachers there said, my kids sing uh, one of the songs. That they actually sing not the song Casey had referenced, right. but the Hey, Hey, Ha, which is at the beginning of the movie. And they're going to yeah, perform it. good. Yeah. Perform- oh, it's awesome. Yeah. So they're going to perform it for us this morning uh, real quick in the 8 o'clock hour. So we get live music this morning on the Preston and Steve Show. We're also going to have uh, Murr from Impractical Jokers on the program today. He's got a new book out. He's an author. He's got several of these science fiction books. Yeah, out. yeah. And we got to ask him about Joe leaving uh, the Impractical Jokers as well. So we'll talk to uh, James Murray uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. Jackie Bam Bam is on our show today. <laughs> Jackie Bam's got, Bam Bam has a special promotion going on. So I guess I'm going to save the information until he gets on. Because I don't know if I want to reveal that or not. So yeah, we'll, we'll find out what we'll the, talk what to the him. story and, is. And along with that, we have a concert announcement as well. So a lot of things to get to today. It's a busy it. Monday. I love it when that happens. Plenty of things. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is on the way. There were a couple of award shows this weekend. And uh, it's all about the movies. So we'll reveal that. And some kind of heavy stories. And we had a, a, a an Oscar winner pass away. Yeah. It was a, a sudden and strange yesterday to see that. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let us give away a prize. We have a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. If you can answer this question correctly, how many points is the red inner circle on dartboard's bullseye worth? Hmm. 215-263-WMMR. That's the double bowl. All right, let's see if you know the answer, all right? How many points is the red inner circle on the dartboard's bull, uh, bullseye worth? 215-263-WMMR. That's the number. Monday, March 14th, some birthdays to mention while we wait for your answer. Uh, we'll start with a big one. It is Billy Crystal's birthday today. Legendary. Billy Crystal is 74 years old. Do you remember years ago when his career was just starting to take off, they brought him out on a roast for Muhammad Ali, and he was doing his Howard Cosell. He was a young comedian, yeah. but he got to roast Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, yeah, that whole Muhammad Ali and Howard Cosell thing, he ran with that a bunch oh, of times. Yeah. It was great. Uh, but so many great movies. And uh, you know what? Uh, um, he did a, a one-man show called, I think it was 700 Sundays. Right, yeah. About his life. So well done. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. He's a good director in his own right. Uh, he turns 74 years old today. Another legend, Michael Caine has his birthday today. I'm 150 years old. He's 89, actually. Wow. But yes, he is a, he's pushing the big 9-0. He's just as, like, he's in this documentary I just watched about the beginning of, you know, the sort of pre-Beatlemania leading into it in London. And all of that stuff that would eventually sweep the world, uh, and he was right there at at it starting. And uh, I mean, you're seeing here's a guy who's just as valid and vital and conversive at this age as he was in footage from back then. It's wow. pretty amazing. Eighty nine today. Uh, the great Quincy Jones, the conductor and composer, uh, he turns eighty nine. Is this We Are the World? Of course. Yes, he was uh, one of the big. Uh, 
creators of that, of course, but he's arranged and written music for everybody throughout the years. A beyond legend. And wasn't the story with this song that he convinced Michael not to go with Shaolin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaolin, Shaolin gay. Right, right. He said, maybe we'll just go with understandable lyrics. When we hear a certain call, when the world must come together as one. Take it again. Yeah. Uh, so he's 89 today. Uh, Chris Klein, the actor, uh, the Michael Caine of our day. Yeah. Uh, the Michael Caine of American Pie movies. Yes, uh, American Pie. And, of course, he had a, a moment to sing in that film, which I'm sure we're going to hear any moment. Uh, so. Casey has a hard time watching it, right? Oh, yeah, this is really, really tough. When he, he joins the, the choir. He decides to take his own solo at the end here. It's so good. It's so bad. It's so good. It's so bad. It's so good. It's it's everything. It's so bad. It's so good. It's so good. So bad. He's also in a great movie, Election. If you've never seen that one, it's a lot of fun. Was it? He was in that crappy remake of Rollerball. Too was it? Yeah. He's forty three today. Prince Prince Albert of Monaco. Brother of Princess Stephanie is 64. Uh, director Wolfgang Peterson. Still a lot of great movies. Great director. The Never Ending Story. Yeah. Uh, In the Line of Fire. Love that movie. Uh, the Perfect Storm, Air Force One, Troy, Outbreak. He did all those. That's boot. 81 today. Uh, Jamie Bell, who was in uh, the movie Billy Elliot. Uh, he was in King Kong, Flags of Our Fathers. He's 36. Uh, Ansel Elgort uh, in the Divergent series. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars as well. Uh, he is 28 today. Uh, actress Grace Park. Steve, she was in Battlestar Galactica. Yes. And Hawaii Five O. I went to high school with a girl named Grace Park, and I had to, I'm like, when I when that name eventually, years later, popped up, I was like, wait a minute, she become an actress? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, no. Turns out, different person. Yeah. Together. But She's a looker. She, she lives in Philly. Grace Park is 48 today. Uh, Stephen Curry of the NBA, uh, celebrating his 34th birthday. And another great athlete, Simone Biles, is 25. Recently engaged. Tied for the most decorated gymnast in history. Uh, Shannon Miller and her are the ones that are tied. So that's between Olympic and right. national championships and all that stuff. So is she the GOAT? Um, she is one of the... Yeah. I, I guess her and Shannon Miller are yeah. both uh, the GOATs. Go goats. As far as... Uh, mm. Now... Olympic, she might have an edge on on Shannon. I'm not 100 percent sure of that, uh, but she's something else, man. She is uh, 25 years old today. So happy birthday, everybody! Celebrating birthdays. Yay! Today. All right, we'll see if someone knows the answer to this question. How many points is the inner red circle of a da- uh, dartboard's bullseye worth, or the double bull? Two one five two six three WMMR, and we'll go to Robert to see if we can get the answer. Hey, Robert. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Wonderful, sir. Robert, how many points is that double bull worth? 50 points. 50. You got it. Hang on. You got yourself a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Seafood specialties. Take spotlight a Bonefish Grill with Angler's Catch. Returning every Friday, starring tempura style, hand-battered crispy cod and panko-battered jumbo shrimp. Or try the seasonal Rockefeller butterfish or mm. the Baja scallops and shrimp scampi pasta. You can visit bonefishgrill.com. <laughs> <laughs> bonefish All right. 
At the box office, Batman, of course, was number one once again. It made $66 million. Followed by Uncharted, BTS, Permission to Dance. Man, oh man, I didn't even know it was released. <laughs> was third. I've been waiting for Permission to Dance and no one told me. Uh, number four was Dog. You don't need permission. You just yeah, dance you're right. everyone. I saw Dog. Okay. I enjoyed it. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, number five is Spider-Man No Way Home, Death on the Nile, uh, Roddy Shyam, uh, Sing 2 was eighth, followed by Jackass Forever and Scream rounded out the top ten at the box office. So there were a few awards uh, shows. I'm going to go through those quickly, uh, if you don't mind, because this is all leading up to what eventually the Oscars will become. But, yeah, the Critics' Choice Awards uh, were last night in Los Angeles, and it was... Uh, Aired on TBS and the CW, Nicole Bear and Tay Diggs hosted the event. Uh, so let's go through uh, some of the awards, and you'll see a similar uh, run in the BAFTAs, which were also this weekend, the British yes. uh, equivalent to the Oscars. So uh, Best Picture went to The Power of the Dog. Uh, Best Director went to Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. Best Comedy Feature was Licorice Pizza. Best Visual Effects. In fact, Dune won a whole lot of stuff. Nice. Uh, so they won Best Visual Effects. Best Animated Feature. I thought this was fun. The Mitchells versus the Machines. You were a big fan. Overlooked movie. Yeah. I thought it was a really wow. good film. That's, yeah. Okay. I just, for some reason, thought it was older than that. I know. No, yeah, it's just like here. It forever ago, okay. yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, then you have Best Drama Series, Succession, because they have, uh, have television awards in the uh, Critics' Choice. Uh, and I'm going in the order that they yeah. were delivered, so it's kind of all over the place. Uh, Best Actor in a Drama Series went to uh, Lee Jung-jai for Squid Game. Best Actress in a Drama Series went to Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets. Best Limited Series, Mayor of Easttown won. So cool. That's been a darling. Yeah. And, in fact, Kate Winslet won for Best Actress in a Limited Series for that as well. Best Actor in a Limited Series went to Michael Keaton for Dope Sick. I, I, I've been I watching. Want, yeah, I want to. I want to start. Good. It's really good, I and he's well, well deserving of it. Uh, best comedy series went to Ted Lasso. Best comedy special, Bo Burnham, Inside. Uh, best actress in a comedy series went to Gene Smart for Hacks. Best actor in a comedy series, Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. Best supporting actress in a drama series was for Sarah, Sarah Snook for Succession. Best supporting actor in a drama series, Kieran Culkin for Succession. Best Actor went to Will Smith and King Richard. Mm. Best Actress went to Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series went to Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso. Uh, Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series went to Brett Goldstein. So all all good so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love all this. I have no problem with any of these. Best Acting Ensemble, Belfast, Steve, and you enjoyed that. I love it. That's that's my movie this year. They they have a young actor category, actor-actress, and Jude Hill is in uh, Belfast. Yeah, he's great. He won that. Uh, Then you have Best Supporting Actress was Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. I watched that, by the way. And? Uh, it's, It's great. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, best Supporting Actor, uh, Troy Kotzer for CODA. He plays the dad, so that's the second big award Still for Still have to see that. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Limited Series, Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus, and Mary Bartlett best uh, for White Lotus for Best Supporting Actor uh, in a Limited Series. You know, Jennifer Coolidge is so uh, used to seeing her in comedic roles when she does do something dramatic. It's like you forget how good she is as a dramatic actress. All right, and then uh, quickly, the um, the BAFTA Awards were also over the weekend. Uh, Power of the Dog won Best Film, so that's, that's another big dog. one. Uh, leading Actress went to uh, Joanna Scanlon for After Love. Uh, director went to Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Lead actor went to Will Smith for King Richard. Okay. He's great. It's a, you know what, guys? Have you seen it? No, I have not. It's really good. Is I, it? Saw, okay. it is, I saw it. Yeah, and he's great. He's great in it. He's fantastic. Um, animated film went to Encanto. 
uh, documentary went to Summer of Soul. Quest Love yep. is the guy behind that. So congratulations to Quest Love. That's awesome. Uh, supporting actor went to Troy Kostor for uh, or Kotsor for Coda as well. Another award for him. Huge. That's just it's he's so great in that movie. And supporting actress went to uh, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. And then, like I said, Dune won a whole bunch of stuff for original score, for sound, for um, uh, cinematography, and a whole bunch of stuff. So uh, there you go. Leading into the Oscars, we'll find out. And it's looking like Power of the Dog, Will Smith, uh, Jessica Chastain, they're all kind of leading. And the that actor right from now. CODA, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's, he's won several now. So uh, speaking of great actors... Very wild to hear that Oscar-winning actor William Hurt passed away yesterday. He was 71 years old, his 72nd birthday, uh, just next week, I believe. Uh, his son, Will, announced the news of his passing. He said, it is with great sadness that the Hurt family mourns the passing of William Hurt, beloved father and Oscar-winning actor, on March 13, 2022, one week before his 72nd birthday. He died peacefully among family of natural causes. Mm. The family requests privacy at this time, he said in a statement. Yeah, I think normally uh, an actor of this caliber and, and of this age would just kind of like go, you know, right over all of my children's heads. Yeah. But because he is such an uh, integral part of the Marvel Universe, yeah. my son was the one who actually broke the news to me. Well, no you know, you, I was yeah. looking at the picture. It's one of those cases where I'm like, don't let this be death. Don't let this be death. Don't yeah. let this be death. And sure as hell it was. Yeah. Uh, he was nominated for three Academy Awards for Best Actor in his roles for Kiss of the Spider Woman. Children of a Lesser God and Broadcast News, and he won the Oscar for Kiss of the Spider Woman in 1986. I think he could have won an Oscar for one of my favorite movies. I always bring it up when he's the subject, Doctor. The Doctor. The doctor. Yeah. It's fantastic. Great he's, movie. And he's wonderful in it. Uh, he was also nominated for an Academy Award for a supporting role in Kathy's favorite movie, A History of Violence. Oh, she God. loves it. She's wearing her uh, History of Violence <laughs> t-shirt. Sure and yeah. But here's the deal. In that movie, and I, and I read this, he, he had about 10 minutes of screen yeah. time. He is awesome he's in that, that movie. Yeah, he's I mean, that he's powerful. He's so intimidating and bizarre, and he's just a, he was just a great actor. Um, he was nominated for a Golden Globe for uh, New Star of the Years for his debut film role in Altered States. That's a trippy-ass movie, man. Uh, it's a great movie, one of the great science fiction movies. And yep. then he became sort of the um, smart sex symbol for Body Heat. You remember? That's right. Remember That's how, right. how big Body Heat was? Yep, yep. Now, did you know also, as a side note, that he was a, uh, a 9-11 truther? I that, didn't know that. Yes, oh, really? no. Yeah, I, I, I had received emails of uh, of about, and, and they were from William Hurt. Uh, he he uh, had um, narrated this documentary. He had huh. written pieces about it and so forth. And he was firmly in that kind of conspiracy theory camp, which was kind of a strange little thing about him. Never knew that. Yeah, he had an expansive career. Also, movies like AI, Artificial Intelligence, The Village. The Big Chill, uh, The Good Shep, Mr. Brooks, uh, Into the Wild. Lost in Space. Uh, yeah, that's right. The Incredible Hulk. And then all the, uh, you know, he was in uh, Captain America's of War, Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers, Endgame, and Black Widow as well. So, terrible. He had four children, but 71 years old. And natural causes? I get, maybe he had been sick, and right. and I don't really know, but we'll have Very to. Very sad. He also had a really uh, checkered past with Marley Maitland, and, and she wrote about oh, it. They were together. Oh, lesser God. Yeah, and they were together for a number of years, and um, she wrote about it in her book, which came out in 2009 or 2010, about the sexual abuse, the physical abuse, the mental Whoa. torture. Yeah, and, and was not, um, didn't hold back at all. And it was, it's real. I, it sucks when you, I didn't know about it until yesterday, or I had forgotten about it. And you read the obituary of this person, and then you see these other things that pop up about them. 
and um, people have complicated pasts, right? right? And so some of the stuff that he went through in his life uh, is, is pretty negative. And so to read that at the same yeah, time, your sort of mourning is passing. Yeah. It's, it's conflicting. Uh, but, yeah, she, the, she was actually asked about it yesterday, I think at the BAFTAs or maybe at the Critics' Choice. What would you say? She, she kind of glossed over it. She she said uh, we he, he taught me a lot in Children of a Lesser God, so she didn't admonish him in his passing. Right. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, uh, it was sad to read that. As they well. actually broke up because uh, he she won the Oscar for Children of a Lesser God. He did not. Yeah. And she, and she he was so, became so negative towards her for the win that that's what split them apart. She no, talks about yeah, that in the kidding. book. Like she, They got back in the limo, Steve, and like he abused her in the limo afterwards. He was he's wow. berating her, and there were scenes apparently in that movie where she had bruises that he had caused. That it's they, bad, they, they man. Were, yeah, Didn't so, know that. Yeah, it's messed up. All right, well, we're going to move on to something else which was uh, bad. Could have been worse, though. Haley Bieber took to social media over the weekend to confirm reports that she was hospitalized last week due to a blood clot in her brain, uh, Bieber oh shared on Instagram story Saturday on Thursday morning. I was sitting at breakfast with my husband when I started having a sh- having stroke-like symptoms Jeez. and was taken to the hospital. Uh, she said uh, they found I had suffered a very small blood clot to my brain, which caused a small lack of oxygen, but my body had passed it on its own. And I recovered completely within a few hours, although this was uh, definitely one of the scariest moments I've ever been through. I'm home now. And doing well, and I'm so grateful and thankful to all the amazing doctors and nurses who took care of me, she wrote. Don't they say one of the indicators that you might be having a stroke is you smell like toast, burning toast? Yes, that is one of them. Right. Uh, my uh, stepmother had a stroke over the weekend. Did she? Oh, my God. No. Yeah, so she's uh, she's still in the hospital, but uh, is doing okay. It could have been a lot worse. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, she, couldn't, uh, she couldn't open her eyes. Oh, oh my God. And that God. was the first indicator. And then she couldn't walk. And wow. so they got to the hospital right away. And sure enough, it had happened. So you need to be aware of what the warning signals are because yeah, they had yeah. said... Because they can get you medication that can that can uh, clear things up quickly if you get it in time, and that's what happened here. And if you wait too long, It'll, you, it more, can, much it, more damage. Yeah, and and it can either be permanent damage or death. Yeah. You know. So, all right, on to uh, some more. And we have some very interesting stuff in the entertainment report. Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson, Kanye West. This whole thing is is blowing. It won't okay. stop. So uh, Kanye has verbally and physically threatened the SNL comedian, including in. A pair of music videos in which West decapitates, skins, and buries Davidson alive. Finally, Davidson has responded to West in a mm. series of text messages sent from Kardashian's bed. So <laughs> Davidson's friend and collaborator, Dave Cirrus, shared photos of a lengthy text exchange between Pete and Kanye in a since-deleted Instagram post. In the first message sent early Sunday morning, Davidson jokingly referred to himself as Skeet, which is the nickname that uh, Kanye has given to him, which right. is derogatory. And it means semen, doesn't it? Yep, yeah. that's supposedly what it oh, means. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. So, so he calls <laughs> himself right. Skeet in this, and he complimented... Uh, uh, Kardashian's abilities as a mother. He said, I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us like this anymore, and I'm done being quiet. And he wrote, grow the F up. When West asked Davidson of his current whereabouts, Davidson responded, in bed with your wife. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> along, with a, along with a selfie of him <laughs> in the bed. Now, Kanye responded by commenting. Wow. Oh, my God. He, he responded by commenting, and he was doing this sarcastically, that he was happy to see Davidson out of the hospital and rehab. Oh but Davidson took the slide in stride, writing, same here, it, uh, it's wonders what those places do when you get help. You should try it. 
Uh, Davidson then asked to meet up with West. He said, I'm in L.A. for the day. If you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk, you don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so pussy and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. West offered to meet Davidson at a staging of his Sunday service. Davidson instead proposed that they meet at his room at the Beverly Hills Hilton and speak privately one-on-one, man-to-man. So, so from my vantage point, doesn't this sort of dilute the Sunday service concept? Yeah, right. If you're acting like this <laughs> in your regular life, what, what's your what's your what's your homily going to be? It sounds like a bunch of high school kids. It's exactly it, Kathy. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> he did to his to Pete Davidson's credit. He did try to say, oh, okay, all right, okay, all right. He did try to take the uh, the higher road, at least for a while. Yep. And I guess this is it. Uh, he's had enough. So when uh, Kanye uh, said that he would only meet Davidson at Sunday service, a comedian responded, this isn't public, dude. I'm not here for pictures and press, which is obviously all you care about, but my offer still stands. Davidson then proceeded to extend an olive branch to West by sharing his own struggles with mental health. He said, it's not an easy journey. He said, you don't have to feel this way anymore. There's no shame in having a little help. You'll be, excuse me, you'll be happy and at peace. Davidson also said that he stopped SNL and fellow comedians from making jokes at West's expense. He said, I have your back even though you treat me like S because... I want everything to be smooth. Uh, and he said, but if you want to continue me like you have the past six months, I'm going to stop being nice. Uh, earlier on Sunday, West had posted a series of Instagram videos in which he lashed out. I think we have audio. We have audio of one, yeah. Lashed out at uh, Kim for allowing their daughter to use TikTok without his permission. This one is of him responding to the Pete Davidson uh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. anyhow, he, he had also claimed that he has... Uh, no say in where their children go to school and accused Kim of not allowing the children to attend his events, including this month's Dawn to Two listening party and his Sunday service. What a maelstrom of crap. He said there's no such thing as 50-50 custody in society today. It always leans towards the mom. By the way, we all knew this was going to happen. We all knew this type of thing was going to go off the rails. Well, what I don't get is, at least at some level, and I keep saying it, um... He's dating other women. She's dating other guys. By my reckoning, it's over. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let it go. No, but no. he can't. So here's a video of him uh, responding to Pete Davidson's text. Right, right. Here we go. At this point, it's, it's, it's going too far. The boyfriend texts me, antagonizing me, bragging about being in bed with my wife. I've been dragged and how she's not my wife. She don't have a last name. And now he texting me talking and bragging about how he's in bed with my wife. And I'm like, well, who's watching my children? And and I thought this wasn't my wife no more legally. I go and get the lawyer, change the lawyer so we can finally do the divorce. And then somehow I'm the one that's the stalker. Well, yeah, it kind of looks that way. Yep. Yep. All right, well, what else do we have here for you? There's other stuff going on. There is other stuff going on. Uh, Let's talk about Bob Odenkirk. According to Us Weekly, he opened up about his heart incident on the set of Better Call Saul eight months ago. He said it was deadly serious, and my Widowmaker artery was completely blocked. And that's why they call it a Widowmaker, because you die when that happens. He said, but I went down, and I was very lucky that my co-stars, Rhea Seahorn and Patrick Fabian, were right nearby, and they rushed over to me, and they set off the alarm screaming. Uh, he added, um, I was not present for any of it, but I'm told that it was a pretty shocking day on set, 
and traumatizing for all my co-stars and crew members and people I love very much uh, who loved me and stood by my side and then went to the hospital with me. So he doesn't remember anything. No, no. None of it. Um, oh, by the way, let me let me double back to Kim for a moment. Oh, man. Well, so <laughs> they, they became, Kim and Pete became Instagram official on Friday. But, yeah, it's a glorious day. But fans couldn't help but notice a discrepancy between photos that Kim shared on Instagram versus the ones she shared on Twitter. Oh, I like these discrepancies. And in a photo featuring David said, <laughs> leaning back on Kardashian, the carpet differs between the two no. platforms. Oh, not- oh my God. So the carpet is second. different on Instagram than it is on Twitter. So what does that mean? Somebody texted or what had commented and said, I genuinely do not know why Kim edited the carpet. Does anyone else know or care to take a guess? Does the Here, carpet match the drapes? Well, no, here's the thing. I bet you there, whatever the editing that was done, like whatever filter or yeah, whatever, yeah. like that changed it. You know what I mean? I don't think she zoomed in. I didn't see the picture, so I don't know. Yeah. But like, I don't yeah. know that she zoomed in and changed the carpet. I bet the filter she used on herself. Yeah, whatever it, yeah. the overall editing was, somehow for some reason changed the carpet. Yeah. So I love so sometimes now, Preston. I don't know if you ever noticed, like on Instagram photos and celebrities, the overt nature of the filters they're using is so insane. I mean, it looks comical. I did yes. over the weekend. So a friend of uh, and I did a selfie, right? And it was a terrible picture yeah. of us. So I used one of those, um, you know, one of those apps, and I like over the top changed us and I said it to her I go remember when we did a full face of makeup and went to the mall and she was like oh my god it, it looks nothing like us you, you know it's a pretty cool filter it's the one that animates um, uh, faces in still photos and like if you have a doll yeah, or something yeah, yeah. It, it, but it looks kind of chilling. It's actually. really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trippy. Yep. All right. Um, so this was unfortunate to hear. Uh, page six reports that Catwoman actor Benjamin Bratt revealed uh, that his wife uh, Talisa Soto was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh. Now, why would they cite Catwoman actor? Anyway, he's been in so many other great movies. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> that's like that's a bomb. In a recent interview with Today, Bratt said, um, "This is something I typically would keep close held." Uh, but through the pandemic, through self-exam, and then by going to her yearly mammogram, she discovered that she was positive for breast cancer. He says she's doing great. Medication rocks the hormonal system a little bit, but the good news is uh, she was found to be cancer-free at this point. So we're just on guard to make sure that it doesn't come back. Talisa Soto was a Bond girl in the movie License to Kill. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Tom Brady, you know, we'd mentioned Tom. earlier that he's... Yeah, come out of retirement. He's going to end up playing again. But he's just kidding. He and Jane Fonda; those are names you don't expect to see together. Haven't met in person yet, but that didn't stop Brady from extending his sympathies after Fonda had shoulder replacement surgery. She said he sent me a humongous uh, thing of orchids because I had my shoulder replaced, and I think it's going to last forever—the shoulder and the orchids. Didn't they uh, play bowl together in college? Uh, yeah, maybe they did. So Lily Tomlin was there, and she chimed in and said, I'm going to get my shoulder replaced so he can send some to me. Apparently, Fonda and Tomlin are set to star in the upcoming film Brady, along with Sally Field and Rita Moreno. Brady will produce and star in the film, which is based on a true story about four New England Patriots fans who embark on a road trip to see Brady play in the 2017 Super Bowl. Yeah, so he's he, producing. Yeah. yeah, so Tomlin said, but listen to the names he's got: Sally Field, Rita Moreno, Lily Tomlin, yeah. and Jane Fonda. So wild. Uh, Tomlin said Tom Brady phoned her to tell her he was trying to make a movie about them, and it's just really delightful to see. It was wonderful, and we so look like your typical Tom Brady fan. 
And Fonda said, and we're in our 80s. They said 80 for Brady. So he sent out a... Uh, a bouquet to her. So, what, what do, you, nice. do you think? That was all part of the master plan to to come back immediately, or was that was spending time around the house a little too much? <laughs> I don't know. You know, um, I don't think he was really spending any time around the house either. Yeah. I mean, he was at the, some soccer match over the weekend. Um, no, I think uh, I think he had intended to retire. Uh, it settled in for about forty days, and he was like, "No, no, no, I can't do this. I, I can't, can't do, do this. I can't live in the real world." Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, oh, a couple quick things, and then we're going to move on. Uh, Us Weekly reports the third season of Amazon Prime's The Boys will be released on June 3rd. Yes. Did you, did you watch the teaser? Not yet. Yeah. No. So there's a teaser for it. Carl Urban, who plays Billy Butcher, is in it and says, I promise you, you have never seen anything like it in the history of cinema. We went bigger this season. It is a fun, intense roller coaster ride. I will tell you something. Wow. They re- If you watch, they give away something that I think probably would have been best revealed in the series, you know? Mm. To me, it seems like they're revealing something big that, I, that would in have been... the trailer? An, that would have been an oh, wow moment. Teaser? Yes, if you're watching it live, or not live, but if you're watching it as part of the series. Okay. Well, I'll have to start okay. talking about well, it. Uh, uh, it it's a spoiler warning if you don't want to have it tipped. And then one last thing, uh, another one I'm excited about, Variety, Variety reports that on uh, Sunday, Netflix released a teaser for the third season of The Umbrella Academy. Uh, the show will return June 22nd. The teaser reads, the sparrows have landed. So, yay. It's going to be a good summer, man. I'm excited for it. All right, we're ready for clips. Let's get to them. It's the most magical part of the morning. It is. Mm. Anne Hathaway stars in the new show, We Crashed. In this clip, she explains how a documentary inspired her to take the role in this show. I watched it and I thought, wow, a group of people can really get together and just ignore reality in pursuit of a dream. And this is happening all over the place right now. What is it about this moment? And I didn't seek to answer it, but it made me realize that there was something really, just there was a real current to the the story and electricity to it that I was very interested in becoming a part of. Uh, we crashed streams on Apple TV on Friday. So the, I saw the trailer for this. Okay, it says inspired by actual events. That part I did not see. So Jared Leto is wearing some sort of prosthetic or something. He looks a little bit different, and it looks like he's playing one of these charismatic cult leaders. I'm not okay. familiar with this Interesting. story. Next clip. Here we go. Mr. Mayor is back for another season, and in this clip, Ted Danson explains the power of crew on both sides of the camera. We just have a great, great team of actors led by the writing of Tina Fey and Robert Carlock. So it's kind of like working for the aristocracy of comedy. Oh, yeah, me. <laughs> Season two of Mr. Mayor premieres tomorrow at 8.30, and that is on NBC. And that is what I have in our entertainment report to start the week with. So there you go. All right, we are going to take a break because we have a lot going on today. We actually have some live musical performance taking place. Students from the Arts Academy Charter Middle School are going to sing music from Frozen. This I dig morning. this. <laughs> it was it's a great a, way to do a Monday. Little, little offhanded thing we said last week has led to that. And we're also <laughs> going to have Murr uh, from the uh, Impractical Jokers. Jackie Bam Bam will be a guest. He's got an announcement to make today and a bunch of other stuff. So we'll take a break and we'll come back and get into it all. Stay with us. We'll be back shortly. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR, and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise, we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. 
so uh, Rochelle, my wife, uh, watches shows that I don't watch. Uh, she watches like 90 Day Fiance and Love's <laughs> Blind and things like this. So, uh, so she started watching this show over the weekend on Netflix, and it's called The Circle. And apparently it's oh. been out, it's had several seasons. It's the third season. And in the first season, there's a couple people. There's a dude from Conchie. Oh, yeah. That's his, on the show. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a guy from Conchie and his mom. And yes. I ran into his mom a couple of times. I believe she's a realtor in... Uh, she's a character. In Conchie Hawkins. Yes, and she was also a character uh, when I saw her in person. But she listens to the show, and she was like, yes. And there's there's a gal from Delco on it. What's, uh, the, what's the premise of the show? She, she went to Cabrini. Okay, so <laughs> it's... They, they put these people in this... I don't know, uh, apartments or whatever. They give them a place to stay. Everybody's sequestered. They're on their own. You have no outside sources. You don't have a phone or anything right. like that. Okay. And you communicate via text only. There's like a uh, a message board of sorts. Okay. So you and never you see can, each other. You never see each other. You have a, you have a picture of you. Or you might be catfishing. You might be you might be pretending to be someone else. Right. Now listen, I don't watch this, so okay. I've been told that this no. is how the show yeah. goes. So anyhow, they all communicate via text or sending messages back and forth to each other. I don't know what the nature of these conversations are or how they get started, but nonetheless, the, there's a voting system. The people that are considered, you get to vote for other people who you think is your favorite, I guess, or something like that, and whoever the top two that get the most votes are then able to vote people out. But they keep rotating. Like, they, if they vote you out, then they bring new people Hence in. It's the circle. And the circle. And it keeps right. going. I don't know what the point of the show is. I don't know if there's a prize. All I know is that my, my wife and daughter are now on board, and I hear them laughing hysterically oh, really? while they're watching the show, and they're talking about so-and-so and this person and that person and doing this and this and this, and they find it hilarious. But the dude... The dude from Conchi, his accent is so Delco. Yeah, really. I, oh my God, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely all over it. And the girl is is also who's from Delaware County. I, I just like I know I just know sketches of information, but I thought it was pretty funny when the guy uh, I did see his indoctrination into the show, and he's like, "Yeah, from Concha Hawk," and I'm like. Did he just say Conchahawken? <laughs> like, when do you ever hear right? yeah, yeah. the town I know. of Conchahawken mentioned on a syndicated television show? Isn't it hilarious, though, how giddy you get? Like, yeah. if in yeah. a show, listen, yeah. with all this going on in the world, if I see something I recognize, like a, our skyline yeah. uh, in a movie, oh! I know, totally. And it's just something that uh, you can't help it. So when you hear a contestant, I don't care how bad the show is. Yeah. And we're looking at the trailer for the show, and it looks pretty bad. But, uh, you know, hey, it's cool. I, and I can't help but think, though, people who know nothing about this area who actually just hear the word concha hawk and yeah, say, right. what in the <laughs> hell is that? Well, I, yeah. to- I told you I've bemoaned the fact for years that anytime someone is from Long Island, New York, which is where I spent most of my earlier formative years, they're a raving moron. And that's the way they're... <laughs> it's constantly the way it is. Yeah, 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 this kind of guy. And so there's a lot more people on Long Island, but that's the out. That's the um, the impression you would get all the time. Okay, so the guy's name is Ed. Somebody's texting in about him, and he was on The Challenge, I guess, which was on MTV. It used to be Ed. the Road Rules versus Real World Challenge, and now oh. it's just called The Challenge. Oh, really? Yeah. So does this have a vibe like that, like a, like an MTV Real World? Um, not. I didn't get real world from well, it, but watching it's, it, but it's definitely got that that, that MTV sensibility. And they're right. really playing it up for the camera and everything. I got, but yeah. All I know is 
Rochelle and Caroline are laughing their asses <laughs> off while watching the show. So good for them. All I'm right. glad they found the show. Sure. Now there's another show on Netflix, and I've not seen this. Steve has though that has a a tie to our area. And it's on Netflix, and it's uh, The Worst Roommate Ever. Yeah. Casey had mentioned it last week as well. You watched one of the episodes. I, I think watched... it might have been the premiere. I watched that one as well with an yeah. older woman. So this is, this is as you would imagine, these are sociopaths who end up being, you know, living in proximity to you or whatever. And then this story arose, President, that you're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, some dude who ended up... Uh, like, the people ended up dead in this particular story. Uh, 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 that's kind yeah. of an underlying theme to all of these, Preston. Yeah, uh-huh. the first two yeah. episodes I watched, and uh, people were dead. So yes. this was in Montco. So in 2017, it's the saga of a serial squatter, and it ended in two shocking deaths in Montgomery County. The story's available for streaming on the Netflix series, and it's based on New York Magazine's viral 2018 article, The Worst Roommate Ever. Uh, the series of the same title tells the story of Jameson Bachman, or as his Chestnut Hill roommate Alex Miller came to know him as Jed Creek. So his name is Jameson Bachman, but he went by Jed Creek, a name that he'd used to respond to a faithful Craigslist ad that Miller had posted seeking a roommate. And that exchange would serve as the beginning of an increasingly nightmarish string of events. So you can watch this episode, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal what happened here, if you don't mind. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so... As uh, Jed Bachman uh, contacted Miller about the room, saying that he was a lawyer from New York who had grown up outside of Philly and that he needed a place to stay in the area to deal with some family issues. And after meeting up, the two became roommates. Bachman wrote a check for Miller immediately and then moved in the same evening. And it started to get weird almost immediately, according to this article. Bachman showed up with six plastic bins, which contained all of his worldly possessions, as well as a cat, which Miller was allergic to and unaware that Bachman had. Bachman removed light bulbs from shared living spaces, took kitchen chairs to build a desk in his room, moved Miller's personal items around, and then refused to pay his portion of the utility bills. And after finding a cigarette butt in the toilet bowl, Bogman refused to pay the next month's rent, insinuating that Miller had broken the, quote, warranty of habitability. There you go. A warranty of habitability and covenant of quiet enjoyment. That's what he called these. He said, uh, according to uh, Miller, he said, we agreed that he would share the cost of uh, paying the bills. And he said, later, Jed would laugh at me when I asked him to pay the bills. That's not a good sign. And he said, when he laughed at me, it was sinister. It was demeaning. It was patronizing like I was stupid. (laughs) Miller's mother ran a search on Bachman's phone number, revealing that he wasn't Jed Creek at all. Instead, they found out that his true identity was Bachman and that he was a serial squatter who had terrorized roommates up and down the East Coast. (laughs) When you're locked into an effing nightmare like that, it just seems like there's no way out. Bachman Miller found out knew just enough about tenancy laws to take advantage of roommates by not paying rent, refusing to leave, and eventually forcing them to move out of their own houses. (laughs) Primarily, he'd accomplished that through weird domestic torture, like clogging toilets with cat litter. But at least one former roommate, a woman named Arlene Herbiden, Herbiden, uh, had physical altercations with Bachman that resulted in restraining orders. Bachman even took two of her cats to area kill shelters after taking over her apartment. Jesus. Oh, my God. Another former roommate, someone named Sonia Acevedo, found that he regularly behaved violently. Acevedo uh, came to block herself 
in her own room with a chair and worried that he might snap at any time and booby-trapped the door when she wasn't home to see if he was entering her space. Uh, by the way, he uh, uh, Bachman was from Elkins Park. He gra- graduated from Cheltenham High School in 1974. Yay. Friends interviewed in the series described him as smart, charming, and good-looking and said most people thought that he had a bright future despite a tumultuous family background. Uh, he attended Tulane University in New Orleans, uh, but it was there that a, uh, one friend, identified as Bob F., says Bachman witnessed a brutal murder and that changed him forever. Mm. So a uh, guy named uh, Ken Gutzi, a friend of uh, Bachman's, was murdered at a frat house following an argument at the school's library. Uh, Gutzi bled to death from a slashed neck. <laughs> and after witnessing that, uh, Bob F. says that... Uh, that changed Bachman's outlook from upbeat and positive to very dark and very paranoid. This is this is the nightmare I think of, um, and I know people who do it will enter into living situations, you know, with basic strangers with a very little bit of vetting, right? And I think, like, in this series, kind of focuses in on a, a number of these situations that go horribly wrong. I had to live with somebody for a couple months that I didn't know, right? Uh, I'll tell you about that yeah, in a yeah. second. I'm, I'm going to get you a little bit more on this. And if you have a if you have a, a roommate that went nutty on you, right. story, feel free to give us a call two one five two six three WMMR. So after learning Botman's true identity, Miller threw a lengthy party at her home. Uh, with drinking, smoking, and rap music, three of Bachman's apparent pet peeves as a way to get him to want to leave. Well, that escalated into assault. Bachman choked Miller, slamming her leg in a door, slashing at her with a knife. He was arrested, and Miller filed for protection from abuse order that included Bachman's eviction. Bachman's brother, Harry, ended up bailing him out of jail twice, which ultimately would result in both of their deaths. So in November 2017, and I don't remember seeing this story, but Bachman killed Harry in his brother's Elkins Park home. Killed his own brother. Killed his own brother. In his home. Yes. Uh, with the district attorney's office saying that Harry suffered blunt force trauma to the head and body. After the murder, Bachman fled in his brother's car and used his credit card to check into a hotel in Upper Moreland Township. And there, a SWAT team served an arrest warrant on Bachman, but not without a struggle. As a series, as the series points out, Bachman swung a camp-style axe at officers. I do remember this. Striking one in the face yeah. and another one in the arm before being taken to custody. He, however, he would never go to trial for Harry's murder. He hanged himself in his cell wow. at Montgomery County Correctional Facility. So he ends up killing his own brother. 60 years old. He's got his list of things. He tortures his roommates. Kitty litter in the... Uh... You know, to back up the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> and he was doing that regularly. Yeah, like, yeah. He would live with people and drive them crazy. And then chase them out. And, like, what's, what, what, is you, the, what are you getting out of that? That's the question. Is it because you just feel this need to exert control over people? Is that yeah. it? Is that the big thing? I don't know. But you talked about people not knowing each other, having right. to cohabitate. Uh-huh. And it happens regularly. They do college. it all the time. Yeah. It happens at college. You get, yeah. you, get a, uh, you get a dorm roommate, and you don't know who they are. I had, uh, when I first started getting into radio, I, I entered into this internship program that was kind of a uh, move away and live there type of thing. And uh, the guy who owned the, the radio station owned an apartment complex. And right. he would put you together with the other intern that was being a part of this program. Right. And so I lived with this other dude for a couple of months. And, and after, you know, it was fine. The first yeah. few weeks are always fine, right? Yeah. And then after a while, he started getting a little weird. Not, nothing, I don't have any really good stories for you. But I just know that after a while, I was like, 
Yeah, this is why you don't just join up with people <laughs> and start living together. Because I mean, after a while, you're going to find out something about them. If you know somebody for a series of months, at least you got a pretty good idea right. at who they are right. and what their quirks are. And it's not so uh, unexpected if, if they um, are acting straight. You're exactly right. That's why right. it always caught me as incredibly bizarre when you'd see, like it used to be years ago, classified ads looking for a roommate. I'm like... Really? Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, you don't know. No, I'll live alone. Yeah. I'll work harder. I'll work around the clock to pay my, my rent, but there's no way I'm just out of the blue going to live with someone. See, in, in Canada, a lot of times people will turn their basements into apartments that they will rent out to people. Okay. And I know this from HGTV shows. I couldn't. There is no way I could possibly ever rent out my apartment living above. I, oh, I, my, par- I, my parents I had two have done basement it. apartments. Yeah, my parents have done it. Um, my dad has always put something uh, either in the basement or off of the side of the house, and they've always had uh, a rental. And no kidding. On their it, house, yeah. Um, yeah. Ever have any crazy <clears throat> Yeah. Any people um, go a little no, loopy? No, not real. No, I don't think so. I mean, they, they you know, my mom was always trying to help people. So <laughs> it was always like. You know, you knew the person through, you know, three lines down. It was like a friend of a friend of a friend or whatever. So they didn't really like, I don't think they ever put it out there to say room for rent and just random people came in. It was sort of word of mouth. Word of mouth. But a lot of times in the case, I told you guys uh, some of this story. Uh, In fact, one of those basement apartments was in Brentwood, Long Island. And then the people who lived upstairs rented the top part of the house to this jackass. And so this guy was on the run from all sorts of bill collectors. Oh, wow. So I was constantly dealing with people who would come around to the door in the in the basement, the other apartment, looking for him, you know, all the time. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, come on. And then eventually he was supposed to be the one who was making sure the bills, yeah, good call on the, uh, the landlord, uh, paying for the water and all that stuff. That all got shut off. So eventually I told you one night I switched all the locks in the house. Right. Uh, so that they face my direction, and uh, I'm like, no, this is this is not going to happen. I had to put my foot down, and then after a while, you're like, why am I fighting for this turf? There are other apartments. <laughs> right. Let me get out of here. Right. Why is this my battle? Yeah. Let me go to some calls. I have Laura standing by. Hey, Laura, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Laura? Hi. So uh, my neighbor and I were just talking about this because we were just talking about the show. Um, when I was 19, I made a very bad decision to go on Craigslist and try to rent a room from a stranger. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I, was, I went to Temple, and I didn't like my dorm situation. So um, very long story short, I met somebody who I was renting his basement from him. Um, he was a little older. He seemed like he had everything together. Um, we signed like an unofficial agreement, I guess, for me to live in his basement. And just like you were describing, like things were just a little off, like things were weird. Um, the basement apartment also was not a real apartment. It was just a finished basement. So we shared laundry, we shared bathroom, we shared kitchen. You know, no. um, (laughs) Laura, that, that sucks. (laughs) So, um, things were getting weird, really weird. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I felt very uncomfortable. So he said he had a work trip coming up. So I was like, this is my time to, like, move out. I don't know if he didn't go on a work trip or whatever, but he showed up and saw that I was boxing things up and literally locked all of my stuff in the basement, and I, and I could not get into the house anymore. He, like, locked me out of the house. And this is on 18th and Federal in, in North Philadelphia. Oh, gosh. <sighs> okay, yeah. so... 
So, you you show um, up and it's locked. What do you do? Um, I called my dad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, I I said you need to come help me. Bring like, your gun. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so he came down. It was in the middle of the night, um, okay. which adds another creepy layer to it. Um, I was working at a coffee shop and you know closing down the store, so I was coming home late. And um, yeah, so I called my dad, and my dad basically was pounding on the door and threatening to call the cops and said, you need to let my daughter get all of her stuff out. And he was just, he kept demanding money. It was oh. well, let me ask you, so let me ask you something. So, so, um, had, had you, had you informed him you were leaving or were you beating a hasty retreat without his knowledge? So we, I was trying, I had a, uh, my boyfriend at the time was staying with me too. And I was like, we got to pack up and get out while he's like on this business trip. Um, because it was just too creepy. Right. So, and when, um, when, yeah, when you say home and <laughs> when you say creepy, was he was he being like uh, sexually uh, creepy? Was he being just uh, like uh, you know psycho creepy? What what level of creepiness? I like I literally can't even put my finger on it, and I honestly don't even remember his name. It was like I blacked this whole experience <laughs> okay. out. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. No, I, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But maybe little things said, little glances, stuff like that. Yeah, I okay. would find things. I would find things in the shared bathroom. Oh, um, I could not do that. Like I don't. Yeah, I probably can't say, but like <laughs> it was just gross and weird and uncomfortable. No, oh, no. Dear God. Uh, sharing a bathroom with a stranger, sharing a kitchen with a stranger. No effing yeah. way. I, I mean. You know, I, I understand it might have been something you, you had to because of the situation, but you'd have to hold a gun on me to, to do that. Oh, I, yeah. Well, now now I'm a mom and I'm an adult and I'm like, my kids can never, ever, ever <laughs> yeah. do what I did. Yeah. And, yep. and it was like, it was so, I felt like it was out of desperation almost because no. I couldn't afford rent by myself. So I, and I really wanted to be on my own living in Philadelphia. Like I, I just wanted that life. Mm, and, okay. um. Yeah, never no, I think a lot of people are in that same boat. I Thanks, think Laura. It's, it's I a common it. thing, yeah. I think most of these stories are going to start with, so I went on Craigslist. Yes. Right? And, I, by the way, which I, I shudder to think about. No. Never once did I ever use no. Craigslist, yeah. but I have heard <laughs> nothing but horror stories. Yeah, right? It's about, never good. Especially when it comes to... Meeting up with people, or unless you say you're putting an armoire on the curb, come yeah. pick it up. Uh, I had um, uh, friends that they were. It was three roommates together, and one had gotten another job somewhere else. They had just signed the lease for for the next year. This person found a job, and they had to move out. And they put their room up on the city paper. Okay. Uh, the personals there, but without the other two roommates' knowledge, and there was a <laughs> huge. Fight about that, sure. Gigantic fight. And it's like, listen, man, I'm sorry that that, but we just signed a lease, right? You don't get to like, you know, try and figure this out like on your on your own. Like, right. you know, we we should have a say on who is going to move into our house. And luckily, it didn't end up turning into anything. Right. But uh, I mean, it ended in, in uh, the friendships are over. But yeah. I had a friend whose roommate in college would leave kiss marks on her bra. Oh, my God. She would take her bra out of the uh, laundry basket and put (laughs) a red or pink kiss mark, like lip mark on it. 
and we we could not figure out why. Was it we a little love letter of no, sorts? No, or? She, the girl like the girl was nuts, and she, and she was nuts all through college. We didn't really stay friends with her, but um, she like I, I knew people that lived with her later. You know, um, you know, senior year, junior yeah. and senior year, and like she didn't do that, but she would always do bizarre things. <laughs> that would be chilling. So to find kiss marks kiss on marks? your underwear, I just have to kiss it. Just have me that with your bra last night. Yeah. Uh, okay, this I got to hear. We're going to go to Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Joe? start on Craigslist. Okay, yeah, you not yeah. start on Craigslist. All right, go ahead. So uh, this was really early days of the Internet, like 1995 or 6, something like that. I was about 8 years old. Um, my sister, who was much older than me, met a random guy through a chat room, and he lived several states away. And one summer, while we were out of school, he showed up at our house. Oh, my God. You're totally eight unannounced. years old? I was eight. How old is your sister at that time? Uh, she was just graduated high school. All right. Oh, so, God. like, 18. Okay. So, yeah, dude yeah. shows up at your house? Yeah. So, he shows up at our house with another girl. Okay. And... It was really random, and we didn't, like, I was eight, so I, I'm sure I didn't get the whole story, but I didn't really figure out why at first. But the intention was my sister wanted to date this guy, which was probably obvious. And then uh, he ended up living with us for the entire summer, him and the other girl. No. Wait, what? And where, where were your parents and all this? Yeah, yeah, seriously. He moved in? He and his girlfriend yeah, yeah, moved he in? Yeah, lived, he lived, lived in our basement on the couch. Okay, like, we hold on. couch that they just lived on. Joe, hang on. Several questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. F- he was a full-grown adult? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he was He was probably early 20s. Your parents? What, what happened there? I have no idea. Why would they let this guy, this complete stranger, come in and live at your house? This is my boyfriend and my boyfriend's girlfriend. Right. <laughs> My parents are way too nice most of the time. They're, they're, that's that's almost that's well, negligent. Yeah, naive. They okay. So yeah. All right. So we're gonna glance over that. <laughs> yeah, we'll glance over the parent yeah. thing. They're living there. What happens? So at the end of the summer, they just randomly disappeared, <sighs> and they and they left a whole bunch of stuff at our house. Okay. And when they left, the girl that had left had left her ID at our house. Yeah. And when we found the ID. Uh, we noticed that she was using a false name the entire time she was living with us. The old false name. Yeah. Yeah. So when we looked her up online, we found out, like, where she was from and, and, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it turned out that this guy had kidnapped that girl. Oh, my God. So you had a kidnapper living in your house with the kidnappee. Did Did they get along? Was it a case where... He had squirreled her away from her parents, or was did you get the impression that she was there under duress? Uh, it it, it would, seemed like a little bit of duress and a little bit of him pulling away from her away from her parents because she also was probably about eighteen or nineteen. That is effed up. By the way, I gave you permission today, and they may be perfectly wonderful people, but go slap your parents for us. <laughs> yeah. my... That makes no sense yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I love to hear from your parents. Yeah, you know it's great. Yeah. They're having some. They're playing their records in the basement. Joe, did you, do you and your sister ever talk about it? Reminisce about this little inter- uh, interesting time I, in our lives. I, uh, funnily enough, I rarely talk to her because of other boy decisions that she had in her life. Okay, so it started early. You, you got out just in time, Joe, or okay. you'd be dating one yeah. of these guys. 
Yeah. All right. Thank you, Joe. And that's a weird yeah. one. That uh, is, yeah. That's yeah. So weird. Uh, I had a lot, a lot of layers there. Well, <laughs> if you think you're this girl, you're going to get this oh guy. Hey, I like this guy. I want to date him. Yeah. Is it okay if I bring a girl? What? <laughs> what? And you still follow through with it? We're it's okay. About it's okay. She was kidnapped. Netflix's uh, worst roommate ever, and uh, there was a story of a uh, this this crazy uh, serial squatter that yeah. ended up and and driving people nuts that he moved in with. So that's where we got started here. Taking some calls, I'm going to go to Lou next. Uh, hey, Lou, good morning. Hey! It is Lou. Hey, Lou, what's up, bud? Hey, what's up, Bryce? What's up, Casey boy? Hey, How are you, Lou? Hey, now, of course, you're going to have a story about all this. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So I listen to this. I was living out in California. And um, a guy that I knew growing up that I lost contact with got my phone number from another friend and said he wanted to move to California. So I said, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, come on. I didn't know him that well, but I'm like, there's no problem. Somebody from back home, it, it, it'd be nice to have a familiar face. So he moves into my house. He's been there a couple days. I get up one morning. And my living room is full of computers. <laughs> <laughs> this guy must be very studious. <laughs> so what happened? And the company that he robbed from, were, were they were friends of mine. And that's how he knew how he could get into the place. Because it was an old car dealership that I used to work for. So he, he, so Lou, he came out with the intent of using your connection to rob the business that you worked for. Yes. Oh, <laughs> correct. Okay. Wow. I got up. I was pissed. I called them up. I went over there, and I said, "Listen, I told them the whole story. I we got they came back with a truck. We got all the stuff. I told him he better go you know, get out of the house while." While my buddy and his buddy came in and bring all the stuff back, and then I made him leave. Yeah. He met, in fact, he met up with a girl and moved in with her, and then eventually he came back, and him and I got in a fight, and we had this big fish tank, and he kicked the fish tank, smashed it, and everything went all over the floor. And we wound up rolling oh around in the um, in the fish, in the fish, in the, in the glass and fish. <laughs> Hell of a story. Yeah, so, so uh, you were giving the guy finally left. I assume I, I, I'm going to guess you won that fight and he had to leave, right? Right. Oh yeah. yeah. He he since passed away. So. <laughs> oh, right. he's dead. I love. I love how you go to bed and wake up and your living room is full of computer equipment. <laughs> full, full of computers. And he's sitting there saying, "Hey, where can we sell these?" <laughs> oh my god! Oh, my god. Oh, the balls on this guy, Lou. Did he know your past connections? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He knew my past. But uh, you know, he thought, "Hey, maybe Lou would be down this." But but he was stealing from your friend, which is yes. I yes. think I think stupid. A gentleman says. Do you mind if I steal from your friends? <laughs> At right. least right. open it right. that way, right? And you then know? we can fence it together. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can go spend the money while my buddy <laughs> oh my has God. all his information from all the cars he sold and everything and, and all out there for someone else 
I felt bad. I felt, I mean, it just broke my heart. Sure. Wow. That's hilarious. Lou, you never let us down. Great to talk to you, man. All right, yeah, you too. You guys have a great day. Who's Lou? Oh, Lou! Dude. Oh, that's great. But that goes to the point. Now, obviously, there was a a type of character he was dealing with. But you, I mean, you don't know... You know, marriages fall apart after people have been living together for a while. Finally, you know, you go to that neck. We had, we had a whole topic about what you found out about something you've been living with for somebody yeah. you've been living with for years. Yeah. You think it's going to be better if you if you just met them on Craigslist or hey, come live with me? Let me go to uh, we have uh, Gary has an interesting story to tell. Gary, good morning. Oh, Gary. Hey, good morning. How are you guys today? Good. What's up, bud? So uh, this is a really crazy story. Um, so <clears throat> I went ahead and got a, I started renting a room on the Jersey Shore for $400 a month, which uh, is like unheard of. Right. And I was super happy about it. The person who I found out was renting it was a friend of a friend. So I didn't think anything of it. And while I stayed there, uh, it really wasn't a big deal. It was like a shared kitchen shared uh shared living room and i had my own bedroom upstairs and she lived in the basement okay. so the first month it wasn't like a big deal at all and she's like this 55 60 year old woman who after talking to her for a while come to find out she is an alcoholic she like drinks regularly every day okay and she's anorexic so she like you know she's got a whole slew of problems right so so after the first month, I was sitting in the living room and just watching TV. And she sits next to me, and she's in that drunken stupor. And God. she, like, gets close to me and starts touching me inappropriately. And this is, meanwhile, I have a long-distance relationship. We're thinking about getting married, all this stuff. And I have the landlord hitting on me and trying to do stuff. With all right, me. Gary, just and, for my own satisfaction, um, it, it, uh, Age similar to yours, much older. Was she attractive? She was fifty-five to sixty years old. I'm. I was twenty-six, twenty-five at the time. Okay. Um. So much older. Uh. She was, I guess, attractive, but not to the point where you, you know, no. I would yeah, okay. say on a scale, I'd say she was like a five or a six. Okay. Do you like if, if you want to see. <laughs> most, most people understand what I'm talking about. Well, I have to right? ask Carrie because in, in the in the uh, little notification up here it says that she would do naked yoga. Oh yeah. So so after that encounter, and I got up and told her I had to go to bed. She then started to do my laundry impromptu. Like she would go into my room, take my laundry, and and wash it for me. No. Instead of me going to the going to the uh, laundromat and just doing it. And then she would do naked yoga. And the way she did that was is that normally she would do yoga in the morning and she'd have it on. So I knew that she was out there and I didn't want to bother her. Well, she was, I guess, smart enough to mute it. So I would go out there and be surprised <laughs> at her doing naked yoga. And then she would do the dishes with, like, see-through shorts on Ooh. to go ahead and try to rile me up. And I stayed there for, like, me being so naive and not thinking anything of it, I stayed there to reap the benefits for, like, another 10 months. Wow. Until I moved out. Wow. And this behavior kept happening? Yeah. 
it just kept happening, and I didn't have like I didn't have the the balls to be like, listen, I I don't want anything to do with you. I was just like, hey, she's gonna do my laundry. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so then, you, you played know, you so you played along to get your laundry cleaned, a four hundred dollar tab, which is excellent uh, per month. Uh, did at any point did you get any other perks? Um, I mean, there was no, I didn't have to pay for electric or water or anything like that. Occasionally she would buy me dinner. So, like, so I was, I guess, I guess she was my sugar mama. Dude, that's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. To watch a, to watch a piece of uh, age me do yoga is not so bad. (laughs) Wow. All right. Interesting. All right. Thanks, Gary. appreciate it. Well, with all these worst roommate stories, let's end with a good one. All right. Okay. Let's end with with something uh, a little bit opposite of what we're speaking about because I'm going to go to Lauren here. Hey, Lauren, good morning. Good morning, Gadzook, guys. Gadzooks. All right, Lauren, what do you want to share with us? You said this is a little different. Yes. Thank you for ending on me. This is a positive note for the people of Philadelphia. (laughs) So my best friend put an ad in Craigslist for a roommate. She was filling a room. Um, Totally random. I agree with you guys. It's crazy. We We didn't want her to do it. We didn't think it was a good idea. A complete stranger living in her house. She found uh, our friend David, and he ended up living with her. And after a couple, I guess it was a couple of years, they ended up uh, dating, and I just went to their uh, wedding in June. Oh. And Lauren, it says here that he sells used computer equipment, correct? He's <laughs> <laughs> a normal guy. Oh, all right. So it's one of the few. We get we, we get actually going the distance. I right. like that. I'm, still right. no way. Thank no you, way on I earth. No way. I know. Yeah. I don't care if there's the potential of love. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, this show, Netflix's uh, worst roommate ever. Does it cover several stories? Yes. I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like stuff like that. Yeah. So it I, makes the, me feel uncomfortable, but I like stuff. It does. Like that. And the first one out of the park, the first episode, is a real mind blower. Okay. So, well, yeah. interesting. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. We appreciate it. We got to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Some bizarre file stories on the way. Got some. Got some really good ones for you today. Uh, we're going to talk to James Murray a little bit later Later on. Murr from Impractical Jokers. Uh, Jackie Bam Bam has a special announcement to make. And we get a vocal performance coming up in a bit, too. We'll tell you about it in a moment. Stay put. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MMR Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do the beef fire. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Fire. This morning, it is brought to you by Sequoia Outback, celebrating 25 years, making backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley. You can stop in for their annual spring in Sequoia sale, which is going on now, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at decksupplies.com. Five people were injured, one critically, in a Friday evening crash in Pennsylvania that ended with one vehicle on the roof of a restaurant and another one into the side of the building. It was a really interesting story about how this happened and, and tragic as well, but Teresa Riso was in critical condition in Danville after crashing her BMW into several vehicles and then through a concrete barrier before landing on the roof of Golden Chopsticks Restaurant. Holy hell. Paul, I kid you not. Go ahead. Paul Shart. 
Yes. Was at Island Optical when he heard a loud commotion and looked out the window. He said, "I was looking at a pair. Of, I was looking at a pair of glasses, and I heard a crash. These look nice." And I looked out, and I saw two tires coming down the highway. Oh, my God. Seconds later, Shart said that he heard another crash and saw a telephone pole fall. Shart! He, he, <laughs> along with a state trooper, left the store to check out what was happening and saw a minivan had crashed into the side of the nearby Golden Chopsticks restaurant. Someone spied another vehicle on top of the restaurant's roof. Two people in the van, a man and a woman, got out of the vehicle, dazed but able to walk away. The unidentified trooper rushed to the roof and retrieved a small female child about one and a half years old from God. the car. The child appeared uninjured. Now, first responders admitted CPR to the driver of the vehicle. who was identified as Riso. Minutes before, an officer was investigating a report of a reckless driver when he came upon a vehicle that had been struck. So police were able to determine that Riso was traveling south when she struck a vehicle and then hit a pickup truck, she continued to drive south, crossing over into the northbound lane into a telephone pole. Her vehicle traveled through the parking lot of the post office, hit a concrete barrier, struck a van parked at the Golden Chopsticks restaurant uh, that was occupied by a couple. The force of the crash called Risso's engine to disengage, and the engine flew out and struck the restaurant as her vehicle catapulted up onto the roof. So wow. the engine blew yeah. out of the car. Yes, and, and went into the restaurant, and then the car ended up on top of the... And we're looking at video footage, footage of this. this it's is insane. unreal. Yep, so in all, five vehicles occupied by ten people were involved in the incident. The four other people, including a Golden Chopsticks worker, were in satisfactory condition on Friday night. Police are still working to determine why she was traveling in such a reckless manner. Mm. Pretty wild story. All from an eyewitness named Shart who checked in on that. Wow. All right. There it is. Uh, an elderly woman uh, from Florida is accused of pickpocketing strangers by pretending she knew them while giving them a hug and swiping their credit cards and wallets. An elderly woman, huh? Kathy Stevens, nicknamed the Hugging Bandit by police, is held in the Pinellas County Jail on more than a dozen charges from the Clearwater Police Department and other law enforcement agencies across Tampa Bay. Oh, just hold me a little longer. Uh, Stevens allegedly targeted older men and would approach them outside oh. of stores, and she would act like she knew the men, give them an un wanted hug and then steal their items from the pockets. exactly like one of my son's <sighs> friends. In one October incident, Stevens allegedly walked up to a victim, gave the victim a hug while reaching into the back pants pocket. The victim told the Jeez, sheriff's girl. office that after storage, a strange encounter, uh, the victim noticed a credit card was missing from their wallet. The victim had just used the card and said that it was in a position in the wallet which could have been easily accessible. Very slick. And the sheriff's office said Stevens allegedly spent nearly $1,000 on that particular stolen card. Stevens is connected to at least four incidents in the Clearwater area, but that was her That was her MO. I'm addicted to laser tag. All right. How messed up is this story? I have two messed up stories here for you. The octogenarian suspect in a grisly Brooklyn murder shopped at a 99-cent store with her victim's dismembered leg tucked away in her electric wheelchair, police said on Friday. So we have an, oct- an old pickpocket and an old psycho. Uh, yeah, so she is, she is dr- with this dismembered leg doing her shopping. Okay. How, where was the leg kept? The leg of victim Susan Layden, cut off from the knee down, was captured on surveillance video when her accused killer, Harvey Marcelin, stood up from the wheelchair while inside the store. 
Marceline, an 83-year-old transgender woman, was arrested March 4th after she was identified as the person who ditched Layden's headless, limbless torso in a shopping cart at Atlantic and Pennsylvania Avenues in East New York. Why did she keep the leg? The NYPD says that Layden's head was found inside Marceline's home. The NYPD was able to piece together Marceline's movements around the time of this killing. On February 27th, Marceline was seen entering her apartment building with a shopping cart in which Layden was later found. She and another woman went to the Home Depot in Manhattan, bought a Sawzall reciprocating electric saw, plastic bags, and cleaning liquids. Uh, Oh, come on! The other woman, who has not identified cops, has not been charged. Cops say that Marceline was captured on video March 2nd, leaving her apartment building with a bag allegedly containing Layden's body parts. Uh, Essig said that there was blood splatter and several trash bags at the killer's apartment. The suspect previously killed two other women, dumping the body of one victim in plastic bags in Central Park in 1985 and was released on parole in 2019. Went right back to doing it again. Uh, Layden lived for eight months at the Stonewall House Development for Elderly LGBTQ People and was an active supporter of LGBTQ causes. Marceline, who is six feet tall, weighs 125 pounds, had known Layden for at least two years after meeting on social media. That's gruesome. Wow. And then you're shopping. Honestly, if you're at the register and someone's bringing all that stuff up to you, like, they're the section for dummies and all that, you know, you're going to be like... Wouldn't you think twice about? I mean, you got to sell no, it to him. It's Home Depot, yeah. dude. You know, Jesus. if you're if you're doing home if you're doing work, you might have plastic tarps yeah. that need to lay down as God well. So, almighty. in hindsight, it makes sense. Yeah. But no, as they're buying this stuff, I don't think so. But listen, that is not the only dismemberment story I have this morning. You'll have to get the next one in the next bizarre file. Great. Which we will get to a little bit later on. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to have some live music. We're going to go. We're going to whip a one eighty here. Absolutely. And we we'll get some one. Uh, we we'll get some music from some middle school students. And don't forget, we also have uh, Murr on the program from Impractical Jokers as well. Stay there. We'll be right back. Preston, can you name every animal that is mentioned in a Beatles song? Oh, come on, man. You already put me through that once on the spot. Don't make me do it again. You just watch the Preston Surprise Beatles trivia game on the Daily Rush, and that way you'll see how I did. You can test your own Beatles knowledge against mine while you watch it. Up now on WMMR.com. Hey, I don't... Listen, last week we were... Uh, we were talking about Sweden or something like that, and and then Casey or Steve said a, a fake Swedish word. What was it? Here, there, here, there. Hugo, Hugo, Hugo. Yeah, something like that. And Casey's like, yeah, the song Hugo, Hugo, or something from right. Frozen. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Turns out it was from the musical Frozen, not the movie. And I was wondering if maybe it was the Hey Ya Hey Ya, which is at the beginning of the movie, right? right. And they played at the end as well. It's really beautiful vocalizing and. Uh, lo and behold, we get a text from a teacher who said, hey, I get these students, and we're working on that very song. Not not the here, there, or whatever it is. Because <laughs> the here, there, we didn't know the here, there, but we knew the he. The hey, the hey, the hey, yeah, hey, yeah. And she had texted in to Nick, and I'm like, well, tell her, let's have them do it for us. Yeah. So that's how we got here. Yeah. And we would like to welcome to our, uh, via Zoom, uh, from the Arts Academy Charter Middle School, uh, Mrs. Ealing. Hey, 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 hey. Mrs. Ealing, good morning. Good morning. I, so, uh, uh, number one, thank you for listening, and thanks for uh, for setting this up, by the way. Uh, I see you have, uh, I think, nine kids. Is this, is this the 
uh, the full uh, choir, or is this just a little portion of the choir that we have here? This is all but two of my eighth grade ensemble. We have some that are virtual today that are on the computer behind you, but this is pretty much it. Awesome. And uh, can you name all the kids before we get uh, some music from them, please? Sure can. Starting in the back, we have Carl. And then moving forward, we have Devin, Nina, Janaya, Ava, Jada. And then starting all the way over there in uh, on the other side, we have Angel, Yafa, and Eliza. Very nice. Nice. And so... You guys were working on this song, and you heard us talking about it? Yeah, actually, we've been working on this song since January, and our school nurse, who listens to your station, heard you guys talking about it, and she knew that we were singing it, so she decided to uh, shoot a text and set this all up for us. Awesome. Very cool. Okay, all right, so is this uh, for a eventually a concert that you guys will be having, or is this just uh, regular class stuff? Sure is for our spring concert in which we will have a special appearance by Elsa oh. on stage with us. How about that? I thought she was animated, but it's, no, she's a real. Deal I didn't man. know that. Yeah, yeah. wow. She's, and she's actually an X Man. A lot of people. Is don't she know really? She, well, she's got the, the power. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, so, all right. Well, listen. Well, this is really cool. So this is a uh, and and was I correct? Is the name of the song Hey Ya Hey Ya, or what's the actual title of it? That's super close. It's actually called Welly. What is this? It's called what? Welly, V-U-E-L-I-E, Welly. Oh, okay. All I right. didn't know, so it's not even hey hey at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what it's what the hey <laughs> I guess so. All right, well, listen, we're, we're ready to be blown away if you guys are ready to sing. Ready? We sure are. All right, I want to check this out. So this is the Arts Academy Charter Middle School 8th grade vocalists. One, two, three. Oh. Na 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 hey ya na na ya na na hey ya hey ya na ya oa na na hey oa na 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 hey ya na na ya na na hey ya hey ya na ya oa na na hey oa na.
Man, that is, uh, Mrs. Illing, that is, that's not easy. That is a difficult vocal part, is it not? Yes, it is very, very difficult. At one point, these nine kids are split into one, two, three, four, five, six different parts Whoa. at the same time. So. There's like there's like ninths and sevenths and all mm-hmm. kinds of weird intervals that are in that. It's, uh, and you there can are, hear it. Yes, there are some very interesting intervals in here. Is that is that from a traditional song or was it created entirely for the, for the uh, film? Um, I believe it was created entirely for the film. Yeah. Okay, but is that does that uh, vocalizing is that a, a style? Is it is it of a certain region that you know of or anything like that? Not that I know of. I think it was just fashioned um, based on the sounds of where it came from. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, I, color me very impressive. Yes, that was awesome. Thank you guys so much for this little vocal treat. We appreciate it, Ms. Illing and the students uh, from Arts Academy Charter Middle School. Thank you. Yay! guys. And good luck with good, good luck with your concert, okay? Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye bye. Wow, man, that was cool. That was impressive. And if had we had better uh, quality, you could definitely hear. There were some really strange, yeah, uh, interesting harmonies. In yeah, there. and I think it's always helped by the Microsoft alert sound. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Which somebody got an email. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice. Ah. <laughs> You've got a message. All we're missing is the old AOL. You've got mail. mail. <laughs> uh, by the way, so Nick pulled this up. Vaia, uh, is that how you say that? Is the theme of Frozen inspired by, here you go, indigenous Sami and Scandinavian culture. The song was written and composed by Norwegian composer Frujifilihim. Uh, you hear? It is. Hey, I got the Jim Cracker of a song I'd like you to hear. It is a combination of Sami Yolking. Uh, and the Danish Christian hymn, uh, De Jing El Jordan, Fairest Lord Jesus, also composed by Philihim. And the original hymn is composed by the Danish composer B.S. Ingeman. So. Surely you must be joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was cool, man. Nice. Excellent. Well, yeah. uh, very cool for them to... Uh, to do that for us. By the way, I had, uh, I had a cool little musical thing uh, over the weekend. I did uh, host the Philly uh, Pops Rocks. Uh, the Beatles. Yes. Uh, and they did uh, Let It Be, which was excellent. And, and you I had- did something that I think is great, which because when I saw the, the uh, Shen Yun, the uh, yes. uh, matinee performances. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love the daytime performance. <laughs> uh, but real quick, I wanted to give some love because I was uh, I was standing off of, just off of the stage and um, uh, the stage manager said, you know, you can poke your head out there and, and yeah. take a look if you want to. I'm like, okay. So I, I uh, the um, musicians are all just kind of warming up. And I leaned in uh, to the two closest musicians to me, and there were these uh, two ladies that were playing violin, and I just kind of, I turned on my, my camera and I started filming them, and I just wanted to get a, yeah. a candid shot of them. A feel for it, yeah. Practicing, and they uh, they kind of felt me over their shoulder, a presence over their shoulder, and turned around, and uh, one of them goes, oh, oh, it's Preston, Preston and Steve. <laughs> oh, no, I was like, no way, you know, these world-class Musicians here, and uh, they listen to the Preston Steve show. So it was Alexandra and Julie. Did they launch into some rush for you? They did not launch any rush, but they, they complimented my drumming. Alexandra has seen me play drums before, Aww. and I was I was looking at the music, and and on the opening, it was a very complex wow. piece. And on the opening page, I saw these um, uh, uh, these groupings called uh, septuplets, which are uh, it's an odd grouping, and it's really hard to play those. And I commented on it. I'm like, Septuplets. I'm like, look at that. She's like, ah, you can play them. I've heard you play drums before and all this and that. So it was really cool. And uh, it's 
God, I love that room. It is it's so awesome. beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. gorgeous. And these, as you said, these are world-class musicians. And uh, it was Let It Be, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they, they did a whole repertoire from the uh, from the Beatles catalog. And uh, it was great. I enjoyed it. My my wife and, and son went, and uh, we had a great time. So it was, it was excellent. By the way, I saw all the lines of people uh, to get in the bars for the Aaron Express while I was in the city as well. I mean, just lines down the street of people dressed in there. I guess you don't need to wait till St. Patrick's Day anymore. In fact, no one does. So so what happens is, uh, and I've known for years, like, you know, when we were in Maniunk, the actual St. Patrick's Day celebration itself has been supplanted by... The weekend that's chosen, or, or weekends. It's usually, I think, yeah. the weekend before yeah. and weekend after. As, as the after, Aaron Express. Right? Yeah. Which, you know what, makes sense. Do it on the weekend, man. Yep. You know what? It's easier for everybody. Go ahead. Rock yeah. on. It's crazy. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, that was kind of interesting. Yes. And can I just say hi to somebody? So, I was uh, traveling on the Northeast Extension over the weekend, and uh, Jace wanted snacks. So, we stopped at the <laughs> Allentown uh, rest stop, and I ran into Mike, uh, who's a truck driver, listens to the show all the time. He drives up and down the Northeast Extension, he said, every day. So, I just want to say oh. hi to Mike. Thanks for stopping me. Thanks for saying hi. Uh, nice. It was a really nice guy. Did you yeah. say he wanted a short out, Kevin? Sure, why not? <laughs> hey, uh, so, I got this email. This is great. I wanted to read this along to you for those of you who may be uh, looking to win prizes from WMMR, and uh, it leads off by saying cheese and crackers, <laughs> which is a Casey thing from time to time. And it says, hey, it's been two weeks since I was the third caller and spoke with all of you to reveal the word of the week. Little did I know that the word bat would bring so much excitement. So this is the trip that uh, Christine won uh, to head to New York for the premiere of The Batman. Yes. And so I love hearing about this because a lot of times the, the the winners come and go, and we never really hear feedback on how it was. Right. We'd love to know. And so just to let you know, it's some of these things that we give away is pretty badass. So she said, uh, I just wanted to thank you all f- uh, for that extremely thrilling prize. So on the surface, it sounds like, ah, you go up to New York, you see the movie. You, 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 you pop stay overnight yeah, yeah. And, and you come home and that's it. I go. So she says, while we had an ex- uh, we had experienced a few bumps in the road and low blood sugar fought me all day, uh, my youngest son and I had an amazing experience and could not be more thankful. The movie was great. My oldest and youngest sons have already seen it twice since <laughs> the March 1st premiere. The star appearances at the movie before it began was crazy enough, but that after party was off the hook. I didn't even know there it was, was an after party, party connected. And so, so, did she mention who was there? I think everybody. Everybody was there. Was there. I think she yeah. sent. She posted a picture, and it's like the cast of the movie <laughs> was there at this screening. How Man. crazy is wow. that? She said. So, so the uh, the after party was off the hook. We had no idea that we would be part of such a star-studded event, <laughs> and we're so grateful to have been included. We could never have dreamt that we would be in the company of all those incredible stars and actually walking amongst them. So maybe they were, maybe the stars were at the after party. Well, too? it's probably the case. So again, you're right. A lot of times these things are. I mean, they're they're pulling out all the stops to yep. make sure that they wow the people who attend this because they're setting this up to be given away as promotional gifts yeah. or prizes, I should say. And uh, so she says, "Thank you, WMMR, for all of that." I'm still. Pinching myself. Stay safe and be well. And that is from Christine Reese. So Pretty awesome. I thought that yeah. was great. So yeah. I just wanted to share that uh, and pass that along to By you. By the way, we can't win things like that. No, we can't. We... Never. Never. Nope. It just does not happen. <laughs> um, so we got a couple of minutes and then uh, we're going to get Murr on. And I, I saw something 
uh, that, and, and I don't know. I, I, don't do we know? even have time to discuss this? So, um, apparently, there is a stupid debate uh, that has oh, uh, no. kind of taken on mm-hmm. All right. the internet. And I so, the you. question is, do you think there are more doors okay. or wheels in the world? Somebody asked me that last week. Did they really? Yes, I swear to God, somebody asked me that, <laughs> that last week. A part of this this internet it, it, question? It, it has to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it can't just be a coincidence. Here's how this happened. A man named Ryan Nixon tweeted out the question on March 5th, noting that he and his friends were having, quote, the stupidest debate over the answer. Uh, the question has since gone viral and is circulating on social media, and there are compelling arguments on both sides. The pro wheel side notes <laughs> there are wheels on many things that we might not think about, including garbage cans, suitcases, yes. and garment racks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those who think there are more doors say there are doors everywhere, including on things like cupboards and cabinets and even on some items with wheels. Mm-hmm. Hotels and yeah. office buildings. and Yeah. Yep. Nixon's poll officially ended and 54% voted for wheels. Wow. And the poll got over 223,000 votes on it. More <laughs> wheels? Or do, where do you stand? What do you see? Dude, I didn't even stop to really think about it. Um, I think doors. I, I had initially thought wheels, and then I was like, oh, no. No, no, it's got to be doors. Yeah, doors, and, doors yeah. to cupboards, doors to, um, and as they say, things with wheels have doors. I know, but just think about all the houses and office buildings, and you know, and like so, uh, like in your your standard household, you know, how many wheels are in your standard household compared right. to doors? Yeah, and, but think about how many cars are in your parking lot. Well, I mean, in your well, driveway. think or, about or how many suitcases that have wheels on yeah. them or bicycles. And it's Which always are, more than one. Your, yeah. cars, your cars have doors, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good point. That's that, true. That even, that, that, and and that now there's usually, and, and in many cases, there's four doors and four tires. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you, what do you consider the glove compartment? Is that a door that opens uh, up? It's a door. That's a door. Is a trunk a door? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a door. You yeah. can open it. Yes. How many yeah. things that have wheels don't have doors? There's a store that sells them. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, because a lot of things like that a have... unicycle, a bike, right? Yeah, bicycle. Uh, maybe like a cart. Well, that, that cart over where yeah, yeah that's, got that's, that's got wheels on it. Wheels. My yeah. chair. No doors on it. My chair has wheels on it. Damn it's true. Motorcycle. My chair's got five wheels on it. And yeah. And trailers yeah. for boat hit trailers and quads. How and... many chairs are there in here? One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. three. That's twenty-five wheels. Uh, One, yeah. And and how many doors? Two, three. Two yeah. doors. Two doors. Although I'm on team doors. There yeah. are some other One, doors. One, two, three. They're they trying to tell me there's more wheels in this world. The case has got to catch. I think he's out back and kill all of you. <laughs> I just got a text from my wife. Apparently, they had had You're a creep. this conversation on the way home from rugby practice. You love her. <laughs> and oh, she's, really? Yeah, and she's Team Door. She's Team Door. Yeah. Really? Okay, you know what I think about her? You are a lush. I can what? tell by looking at you. <laughs> wow. That's harsh. Rizzo's always. Rizzo's always. He's very indelicate when it comes to dealing with me. There's a lot of toys that have wheels. I think your toys all have wheels. A lot of toys have doors, too. Yes, they do. Like what? What kind of. (laughs) Like (laughs) Matchbox cars. They have wheels. Cars, cabinets, little little, uh, uh, doll houses. When you were a kid, you'd play with the big bag of doors. Wait a second. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> is a door, a door who has, that has a doorknob, is a doorknob wheel-ish? Or does no, it... I wouldn't call okay. that a wheel. All right. I think that's, uh, and I was thinking about the hinges, too. Right. And that wouldn't, no. Yeah. That wouldn't but, we're in, but the trunk, is. I would call that a door of, mm-hmm. uh, of a manor. 
Vacuum cleaners have wheels on them. They do. Not no, one doesn't have doors. Yeah, they do. A vacuum cleaner doesn't have a door. Yes, it does. What do so you do? When you flap, when you open it, to clean it up. Clean up the bell. Get out of town. Well, we got to look at what the definition of a door is. And if, yeah, and it's if it fits. Ibid. Uh, Ibid. Not, <laughs> not vacuum cleaner. Do you just drag your vacuum cleaner around without uh, the wheels on the floor? It's got a zipper. It doesn't have a door. All right, a, a hinge. Go ahead, Casey. There it is. A hinge sliding or revolving barrier at the entrance I, to a building room or vehicle or in the framework of a cupboard. Yes, yeah, so the vacuum isn't in there. I can't, I can't Shopping answer. cart, four wheels, not one door. Mm. Some have doors. <laughs> the shopping cart that uh, looks like a car. Yeah, it has a I'll give you that one. <laughs> also, what do you think that little thing is so you can put the shopping carts like all together? That's not a door. That, that, that's it's a flap. Yeah, yeah, that's a flap. That's not quite we, we're going to have to surrender that case. I would have been with you on, on a certain level, but I think right. I think the, the wheelers... If I may call the them the scumbags. Mm-hmm. No, I'll say this is that they're they're probably right. Uh, that that's not a door technically. Yeah. And by the way, Christine, hang on the line. We're going to get to your call in just a minute. It has nothing to do with this, but uh, oh. I do want to continue this for a moment. Um, so yes, I think that that's uh, it's that's a stupid debate, but one that is so much fun talking about. So if you stop and think, since the dawn of time, you you know. Uh, because earlier Which came on, first, the wheel or the door? Right. I don't think I don't remember a lot of doors on caves. Right. But I know they were using wheels eventually. Eventually, right. And they would have like if you had open huts, you wouldn't have like French doors on a on a grass hut. <laughs> Sliding glass, maybe. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's out by the pergola. Um. Yeah. So, uh, but apparently, uh, it it nudged a little bit more for wheels. Than doors, but Casey, you're King, you're not King Door. I am King Door. King Door! <laughs> yeah. I am King Door! Yes. <laughs> not King Door, I meant to say. Ladies and gentlemen, King Door. <laughs> King Door. <laughs> oh my God, okay. I'm in the door business. There are a lot of openings. (laughs) I can be swayed one way or the other. Today, I'm King Tour. Tomorrow, Uh, perhaps King Tour. Tomorrow might be Princess. (laughs) Princess Wheels. Somebody pointed out that most drawers have wheels on them. True, that makes them roll in and out. They roll in and out, so you got to count all those. I think this would have to be predicated on the specificity of wheel. Uh So is a a roller a wheel? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I would call that a wheel. Look at us. We're all cavalier about the flap on a cart. Sliding doors have wheels, which is a good point. Yeah. And sliding wheels have doors. Sliding wheels. Have doors. I don't know if I can't. I can't no, I, probably doesn't can't hold up it. under scrutiny. I don't know if this is a legit or not, but I'm going to read it anyway. This person says they're an engineer. There are more doors in Manhattan than all the wheels and doors in Wisconsin, Missouri, and Kansas <laughs> <laughs> put together. Well, that seems a little too specific to that. I would buy that. Yeah. If you're going to do it, even if you're going to pass some fraudulent information, that's pretty convincing. Once you get specific, what is something that we would be surprised to find out has a wheels on it? Vaginas. Oh, my God. <laughs> huh. That would surprise me. Uh, it like, would surprise In all my encounters yes. with, I never noticed. Never once have I seen a wheel. Are these wheels? My eyes are closed a lot of times, so, <laughs> didn't want to, so I don't know. But. I wonder why I heard spokes. Yeah. <laughs> Put a baseball card in it. 
too. No, that's your butthole. Oh. <laughs> Back door. <laughs> Back that's door. Right. All right, let me read some of these texts. All right, the answer has to be wheels. Look at the conveyor systems that ships. Uh, wait, it's true. That ship packages thousands of wheels. Uh, hey, well, yeah. So if you're taking that concept of the roller as a wheel, and you think of vast, like look at like an Amazon distribution center with those almost miles of mm-hmm. conveyor belt all running over wheels. But think about all the uh, delivery vehicles they have, all well, with wheels as well, and doors. Think too. about delivery the group, doors. the doors. Yeah. How many members were in that? There were four members. Right. So doors. add that to the door list. Uh, yeah. How many members of the wheels? <laughs> Yeah. Well, no. Steeler with Steeler's wheel. That's one. That's, That's one, one wheel. Right. One measly wheel to four doors. <laughs> Come on. Bob Marley and the Wheelers? No. no now no, you're no, just right. being goofy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, hang on. No door. Let me let me see. Uh, wheels on the bottom of shoes. Oh, like wheelies? Like wheelies. Yeah. Okay. yeah true. Or uh, ro- rollerblades. <laughs> Listen, people are just throwing random things out there. Dishwasher racks. <laughs> Those have wheels. They do. True. Yeah. Now, now we're acquiescing to the roller as wheel concept. Well, uh, yeah, that would be a wheel. I well, because I, I wonder how specific they're getting. Are we talking about classically? If you take that wheel definition mm-hmm. that we saw, that wouldn't be considered a wheel. If you took a if you took a dishwasher rack out of the dishwasher yeah. and set it down on the ground and put some things around it and pushed it around, it, the wheels would turn. Right. Those that, are wheels. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree. As per the definition we saw, I don't think it would fall under that. But I think anything that is round and rolls like that. I'm gonna and, start doing that by the way. I'm gonna take the lower yeah. dishwasher rack out and <laughs> <laughs> take it to the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> and start wheeling it around. Are you ever coming home? Yeah. <laughs> Question is I invented something <laughs> Are are there any <laughs> lids that you would consider to be a door? Like, would a lid for a cooler would you consider that to be a door? I would so, consider on a hinge. Yeah, yeah. It, well, because it's it's it, uh, many are, are double hinged yeah. and open and closed. And if you put it on the side and put your GI Joes out front, it would look like their apartment. I rest yeah. my case. Even if you can't, it, how you can't get into it without opening the door. That's right. To get could, in. Could one open the open the door of the No, cooler. I would say lid, open but I would think But if it's on its side it becomes a door. Wise, it's a door. I think yeah. anything you can put a welcome mat in front of becomes a door. <laughs> right? This that, is I'm so stupid. I mean, you don't change your you change your tires, but it's still a wheel. You can't do you know? a fish. Yes. You can tune a piano. You can tune a piano though. And you, can, and you can pick your friend's nose if you really want to. <laughs> they probably won't be happy. Pianos have doors and wheels. I rest uh, my case. Yes, they do. You're right. Now, now, I rest my case. Now it's the lid. Yeah. Now, now the, even the bench is a door. Yeah. The piano you bench. You put your sheet music there. You put your music in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. There's lots of doors on uh, <laughs> on pianos. A grand piano has a door that opens up. To That's get, right. Yeah. How about that? Do they have screen doors on pianos? Um, so the bugs don't yeah, get in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but piano's got wheels on the bottom. Yeah, they do. Well, you know? you okay. said I, that. I said that, yeah. yeah. I rest my case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times are you going to rest? <laughs> Listen. Many times. I'm it's tired. Steeler's <laughs> wheel. Let's remember that. Yeah. Uh, somebody texted and says Lego makes 80, 870,000 tires each day. Makes 870,000 oh, wheels each day. How many doors? That's a good question because they make doors. <laughs> 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 they make doors for some of their. Yeah. Uh, they sure do their pieces. Oh. I think uh, again, this comes down to the context of the definition <gasps> for each. 
Somebody texted and says, sometimes doors have even have little doors, like in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> True. Or in, or in Willy Wonka. <laughs> like little doors. Yeah. Doors. Oh, yeah. Doors like... that have doors. Yeah. Cat Ooh, doors. That's a band name. Doors with doors. Doors with doors. Cat yeah. doors. Do you like, what about, what about uh, like farm doors? Like the uh, the split doors. Oh, does we... that count as one door or two? Well, I, I'm going to call it two because yeah. they're two separate doors. Yeah. Yes. You mean where the top and bottom open? <laughs> yes, I have yeah. in our, our, our main front door. So that, I guess For in days animals? of yours, so will it, you could also open it up and let air circulate through more, an open air thing. Uh, I, you know, because if you have very tall animals, they could just step over them. I, yeah, I'm curious at the, what their the, that function is. So I mean, you could because... put your pies up to cool. Right. That's... <laughs> Couldn't help but smell those blueberry pies out there <laughs> on your split door. All right. Is a gear a wheel? My mm, dear that's... wife, I just bought a split door. It has wheels on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is a hinge a wheel? No, a hinge is not a wheel. I would definitely not uh, acquiesce to that. But is a gear a wheel? I was wondering that too. So a like a sprocketed, yeah, sprocket. I'm going to say no. It rotates, it turns, it does all that, but it doesn't go anywhere. So did did primitive man ever build gears and sprockets? I don't know. No, it's just a common regular round wheel. Sprocket was the name of the dog in Fraggle Rock. So. I think I rest my case. Yeah, I think we rest your case. Okay, anyway, uh, continue at home with the doors. Are there more doors or more wheels in the world? Because I, I do want to go to this call. Yeah. Uh, I read an email just a little while ago of a contest winner who went to the premiere of The Batman, the film, in yes. New York City. Uh, and it was Christine. She's hey. online. Hey. Hi, Christine. Hi, how are you? Awesome. How you doing? I'm okay. Excellent. So you wanted to, to tell us about the trip real quick? Is that why you called in? Yes, I called in because I uh, was tearing up when you read my email because I was almost to work and I almost missed it. Oh, okay. Aww. All right, so but, let, can I ask you what celebrities were in inten- attendance at the uh, after party? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Wow. Um, uh, uh, Jamie Lawson, I think she played the mayor-elect. Um, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Paul Dano. Wow. Zoe Kravitz? Was, was Zoe Kravitz there? I didn't see Zoe. She wasn't there. We, we had we couldn't stay over because my son had to work the next morning because he worked at the high school. Oh, man. And um, oh so man, we, we had left. we had overnight accommodations for you and everything. Yes, yes, yes. But we we took everything else. Okay, <laughs> all good. We took it all. Wow. So that's crazy. And and they were all uh, they were all in attendance at this after party. Yeah, uh, Colin Farrell, who my mother-in-law loves, so my son walked up to him, tapped him on the shoulder, and he's like, I hope this doesn't offend you, but my mom loves you, Yeah. and if I don't get this picture, uh, she'll be so upset, and I hope it doesn't kill her when I send it to her. And w- was he cool about it? Oh, yeah, he was very cool. I took, like, three pictures, then my son had to give me some Prosecco, because after that, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> That's great. What about, so was Rob Pattinson uh, approachable? Everybody, yeah, he took a picture with him. We got a picture of him with Andy Stark. I took all the pictures of my son with all his so If he can't, myself. if you're not, a, you know, if you don't, if you're okay with it, send us a couple pictures. We'd love to see them. Oh, absolutely. Um, so when I got in the car, when he picked me up to go to the train station, he's like, Mom, I don't want you to freak out, but Jason Manoa is in New York City today. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So he was there, too. What? Um, I could have grabbed his tushy. Uh, <laughs> you could have grabbed Jason Momoa's tushy. tushy. 
Uh, I yes. knew that he was back with Denise and everything. I didn't think my husband would like that. So uh, um, Denise Huxtable yeah. or Lisa Bonetti? So <laughs> <laughs> Denise Huxtable. Yeah. John, uh, John Turturro was there, Channing Tatum. Wow. Because nice. Channing Tatum is dating uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Wow. Yes, was, was Cosby there? Because, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's great to see the Batman. Riddle, riddle, little. Uh, it was absolutely amazing, and thank you so much. My blood sugar really hated me that day because it was, it, it, it was like low. Most of the day I was walking around nursing a bottle of Gatorade. Mm-hmm. I went into one of those uh, Dwayne Reed pharmacies up there. I'm like, do you have any glucose shots? The lady's like, no. I'm like, is this really a pharmacy or is this just a convenience store? <laughs> right, right. And so, but you made it back. It's a memory uh, that, I mean, that's an experience. That's a, I mean, not to toot our own horns here, but that's a once in a lifetime experience. It's very cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. And I had in the morning before you called the letter out, I was like, if I won, I wonder if I could send my oldest son and my youngest son, because my middle son here, he had to go to New York for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, if I could send both of them, that would be awesome. But then my son had a, a, a job lined up because he has a dog, dog, you know, cares for dog service, walks dogs and such. And I was like, He's like, you and Jake go. And I was like, that's my youngest. I was like, oh, my gosh. I I, I was, I had a guilt feeling because I had three sons. Don't worry about nah, it. Don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it. Yeah. They, they, if they didn't like you before, it, it didn't change yeah. anything. So they you, got a full you're, you're life ahead of them. Yeah. You're good to go. Uh, Christine, cool. that's excellent. I'm sorry we got to wrap up because we got a guest who's that's standing okay. by. But Thank you so much. <clears throat> yeah, send us some of those pictures. Love to see them. Yeah. We're so glad you guys had a great time. Be safe. All right, you, you too. too. Thank you, Christine. How about that, man? Everybody, awesome. hobnob and Willow. Jason Momoa. That's pretty yeah. badass. His knob was there. All right, I'm sure she hobbed it. We got to take a break. <laughs> we'll come back in a second because we're going to uh, uh, knob, hobnobs with uh, with Murr, James Murr, Murray Murr. Uh, from Impractical Jerkers. Stay with us. We'll be right back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's artist is Judah Kim. Judah Kim, your local shots artist of the month. Check him out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. Uh, our next guest has got yet another book out, which is super impressive. He's cranked out a couple of them. Yep, and he's uh, been here on a few occasions, yeah. which is wonderful. And I just saw a little tidbit about him. I didn't know this until now, but he and his wife got married in Bucks County. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I'm giving five points oh, to Bucks yes. County. Are you? Casey doesn't look happy about that. That's old news. I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay, it, no, I it, just heard of it, and I'm the one who awards the point. So, yeah. Kathy, five points to Bucks County oh. for you. Please welcome James Murr Murray of the Practical Jokers to our show this morning. Hey, Murr. Hi, guys. I miss you guys. We miss. So we miss you, sir. Hey, uh, Murr, uh, listen, how tired of you are uh, uh, talking about Joe leaving the show? I, we may as well get right to that first. But Joe Gatto obviously announced that he's, he's leaving Impractical Jokers or he's gone. Yeah, it's a tough spot. He's in. That being said, a new episode's come back April 2nd, and I'm really excited. We have 
a different celebrity guest at the end of every episode. We kick off with Eric Andre. This week we're filming with Brooke Shields in an episode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah but, but people don't realize it, but Brooke Shields has a very good sense of humor. She's done some sitcom work and other stuff, and she doesn't take herself seriously. It looks like you guys are making good choices. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, they, they used Method Man against me a few weeks ago. Yeah. Which, which was, wow. which was uh, harrowing, to say the least. I'm sure. And, and Eric Andre is awesome, dude. That's a great snag, getting him right off the bat. You know, fellas, we gotta get we gotta get you on a show at some point. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Dude, all right. Uh-huh. Someday we we will make good on that for sure. No, that's that stuff, like that's em- an amazing offer. Embarrasses me so much. Like I don't know that I just tacitly. To... Yes, like yeah. I just like I watch the show and I'm like, oh, how do they do this? It's the best. <laughs> well, it, it helps if you're the star of your own show, so I... that helps. Yeah. So listen, Murr's got a book out. It's called Alien Summer Number One, or in parentheses, Alien Fifty One Interns. I love that idea. It's on sale tomorrow, and you're going for uh, kind of a, a a younger audience on this one, Murr. Yeah, you know, I've written a bunch of thrillers, adult fiction kind of thrillers. I have five of them out, but Area 51 Interns is my first ever middle grade book series. It's a three-book series. First one comes out tomorrow. It's awesome. It's about a group of kids about to go to high school whose parents work at Area 51, and they land a summer internship. And, of course, what happens the first day of the internship, all the adults get kidnapped, and the kids have to save the day in Area 51 every single book. It's awesome. It's super fun, funny as heck. And just exciting to read. Is this the first time you've, you've co-written with someone? It is. Uh, the first time I've what? Co-written a book with someone? Or do the others are, seem to be solo efforts? No, no. The other ones I have co- a co-writer too. Basically, I, 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 I don't like to do any of the work. No. <laughs> That's basically it. You know, yeah. You're an idea guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm co I'm co uh Hosting a radio show right now with you guys. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, well, you, you did, you did the, so you did the Brink, which was uh, the sequel to the uh, to Awakening. I think it was correct. Okay, yep, so yep, so, yep. Uh, and I think I asked you when that when that was happening, and and I'm looking at this. These seem prepared, ready to go series, TV series, or limited series, or a movie at least. I mean, and you with your, your weight and the pull that you have, I have to imagine is something you're entertaining or are or, or getting underway because these these just scream for screen interpretations. We are uh, actually uh, developing uh, Area 51 interns as a live-action kids TV series right now. There you go. With a great, with a great company called Nine Story Media. Nice. Hey, when do yeah. you when when you get these? Do you have like loads of ideas that you have to write down, Murr, and then kind of uh, parse out which ones might have some can, legs to them? Can I tell you what I do every night? Yeah. So I wake up. I wake up like you know, as you get old, your bladder sucks, right? So <laughs> I wake up like three, four times a night to pee, and I'm groggy, and I grab my phone to see in the dark, and I I'll, I'll inevitably remember a dream I had, mm. and so I record audio messages to myself. Of my dreams, oh. and they're crazy. They're, and then I forget about them. And then, like every like every few weeks, I look at my audio voice memos, and I have these rambling, long, crazy dreams about asteroids and you know, things blowing up, and me flying, whatever. Right. And that's how I get a lot of my ideas. Wow. So, well, yeah. when you so when you're laying out anything like this, anything that's long form, are you doing the classic, um, you know, uh, five by ten cards on a on a a bulletin board or, you know, does the plotting, are you just basically as you're writing, the plot is unfolding for you? Uh, no, we, we plan it out chapter by chapter. We don't do the index card 
kind of dry race board kind of idea, but we do, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we fax the ideas back and forth. Okay. It's, and, just, it's just much more efficient. And I was wondering about, because authors, it, it blows me away that, that, you, you, that people have that much creativity and, and can do all that. Do you, have you ever had an instance where you have what seems like a good idea, you get working on it, you get part of the way through it, and then even though you put in some effort, you got to bail on it? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, or or just realize that it sucked. That's yeah, but since since you get it, I would say I would say like season four of Impractical Joke because I kind of felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like, oh, I'm in too deep at this point. The show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, that's the one. That's the one possible downside of getting a lot of your ideas while you're groggy, because it might seem to be a a home run while you're partially out of it might not bear up in the light of day. Yeah, that sounds like my dating life. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar voice. Yeah. So about Jokers, man, you know, it, it's interesting that, uh, so you guys are uh, nine seasons. This is the is this is the 10th season coming up. Um, and, and I remember asking, maybe it was Joe's a few years ago, and I'm like, okay, so what's where can you guys go with this? Where yeah. can you, and he was like, well, I guess a movie. Well, you did that, mm-hmm. and I guess you just keep business as usual. I actually love this idea of bringing more people as guests on. When you guys would have, I said Joey Fatone was a great fit for you guys. Um, and, and the other people that have, you know, like Danica McKellar and so on that have come on along the way. But this idea of bringing on another member, even if Joe hadn't been moving on and, and, and uh, going on to, to live his life, is it, is it a scenario you guys had considered before? I, I always wanted to do this, seriously. Like, it, it, it's it's actually been... Uh, the show's still hysterically funny. I mean, Strauss falling down laughing every single episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I, I've always wanted to do this. For, from day one, I always thought that we should have guests in episodes, you know? Uh, that, because there have been so many amazing people that we've met that we were shocked to find out we're fans. We were at a mo- we were we, we very... We don't consider ourselves... We, I mean, guys, we've hung out. We've met right. before. Yeah. You, know, you know that we're, like, regular guys. We don't yeah. consider ourselves celebrities. And, like, we went to, like, a movie premiere once few years ago and adam sandler walks up and starts quoting the show and i'm like i'm like man you're adam sandler like we we you know we just never and i'm like we should get him on an episode of the show be hysterical you know it's something i've always kind of wanted to do well you know, naturally well you know and, and we talked about this and we've had you guys on many times and we always bring up the fact that your your celebrity adds familiarity and so it's harder and harder to, to do these things but now you know with the state of the art as far as makeup goes and all that you know uh uh, you know, you you, you can kind of still do what you were doing where it became sort of impossible at a certain point. Um, I mean, are you guys going to be getting more into into prosthetics and things? Because, you, I mean, you are all very recognizable, and that has got to be a hindrance when you're trying to pull off the show. Hey, only if we're, we, we still have the clever ways to do it, right? So the other day, I, I got punished. We have, you know the comedian David Cross? Yes, sure, he's great. He, he was on an episode the other day. And uh, and he was teaching, and he was playing himself, David Cross. Everyone knew who was famous, David Cross, and he was teaching an acting class, an acting workshop for actors. All right. And I was in there as one of the, so people knew I was Murray. It didn't matter because it's, it's, it's completely believable that I might <laughs> go to sharpen my skills. Right. I see. Know? No yeah. one, you know, and, and so like little things like that, it still works. With Brooke Shields, I think we're going to do a, uh, I think we're going to release a calendar uh, with her doing photo shoot and us doing a calendar too, but we suck, of course. Right. We look like we look. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be all like very organic stuff. To who? Who? All right. Who so you're, you're actually you're actually playing with the celebrity. 
Yes, yeah. exactly right. Hey, by the way, Murr, here's something I've, I've never really taken the time to go look up and see. You know, you mentioned sharpening up acting skills. Has anybody uh, of the crew, you know, been in a film and, and, and been acting, or is that a desire for anybody to do it? I, 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 I guess we, we, we do act on a practice joke, you know? <laughs> well, it's, I know that, just, but I mean, I mean we're, aside we're, from we're that, like being in a well, movie, you know? Playing a role. Yeah, we're not just lumps of meat in the action. <laughs> I know. Dude. There is a very little bit of skill involved. Say, do you ever work with anybody who has talent? No, I meant somebody going and, and doing something different from, from Jokers right, and, and like, acting in a role. Actual theatrical, like a, like a you know, an actual uh, movie role. Yeah, I mean, you know, Q is uh, very famously in a, in a cult classic horror movie called Hatchet. Uh, and get, gets his head cut off is great. Uh, oh my god! And uh, we would love to, you know, uh, we'd love to. That's okay, I'm from We have a new. Go ahead. We have a new series we're working on too. Uh, soon. I'll, okay. I'll let you guys know about soon. Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, in the meantime, Alien Summer number one, which is Area 51 interns, uh, it hits stores today or tomorrow. Is that going to be available? Yeah, you can get it right now. Go to uh, Amazon Barnes & Noble. It's Area 51 interns. Or if you want an autographed copy, uh, just buy a copy uh, on Area51novel.com. Excellent. Congratulations, yeah, man. Yeah, Congrats, man. Thanks, guys. It's great to see you. I hope to see you soon, okay? You got it, man. All right, James Murray, yeah. Practical Jokers, and uh, he's great. He's excellent. I, the, 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 a couple of times he's been by here, my kids are like, can we please come in and meet him? <laughs> and uh, sure enough, he's just the greatest guy in the world. It, it is, though. Excellent. You think about their 10 years, and they've done so much, and they've gone out, and then in, in, in the earliest days, they could get away with, okay, this is just some, some dude. Yeah. But he says they're playing now with the fact that they're famous. And um, and so that opens up new chapters for him. And the fact, 10 years, who, who would have thought this goofball, <laughs> joking around show would be the jargon that it is? And, it, and it's tailor-made for marathons. When they put it on, yeah, on yeah. TV and and they've got like 10 episodes in a row, you can just leave it on and come in and out yeah. going on, on about whatever whatever's going on in your day and catch bits and pieces of it and love it. Uh, real quick, a couple of shout-outs, if you don't mind. Uh, this says, uh, this one uh, is uh, is sad, uh, but it is from uh, Rick Mayer, and he says, uh, although Monday, March 14th, there will be another Steak and BJ Day upon us, uh, it will also be a very somber one for my wife and her family. We met uh, a few times over the years at various campouts, and even when her younger sister, Taylor Blue, ran into a sign looking at you from a sidewalk in Doylestown. This was to Nick, by the way, uh, while walking with my family. Uh, the 14th of March, one month since my mother-in-law passed and uh, uh, on her wedding anniversary, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Uh, Tina was an amazing woman and a fighter, and I thought you might enjoy her story uh, as she received not one, but two heart transplants in her 30s Whoa. at the University of Penn. Uh, her three girls, Megan and my wife, Danielle, and Taylor Blue, have been reeling after the loss of their mother at the age of 62. And i just like to see if you guys might be able to send a shout out to them. Uh, for them and Tina's husband, Michael, uh, she was a fighter for many years, and she will be missed. Much love from her favorite son-in-law, uh, Ricky Mayer. So, uh, shout out, please. But, yeah, wow. two heart transplants. We were just talking about transplants the other day. Yeah, and about the idea. So, the, the pig's heart had been um, yeah. used on a on a guy. And it uh, so, at, at the January, I think, when that procedure took place, and it just gave out now. So, yeah. I mean, no one thought it would take as long as it did. So, yeah. Hopefully but, uh, that means good stuff. Consider being an, an organ donor to give somebody like uh, like her uh, some extra Life. time. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then another quick shout out says, uh, "Hey, this is Joe Liston from Limerick, and I love a shout out for my fiance Liz. Uh, we're both huge fans of the show, and we were set to tie the knot in early May. Liz and I are both similar and different in many ways, but our mutual love for your show is one of my favorite parts of our relationship. See, we keep relationships going. It's what we do." Liz listens to your show every day, and I know this will really show her just how excited I am to marry her. And as a bonus, it just might take some pressure off having to write the perfect wedding vows. Uh, thanks for all you guys doing this from Joe Liston. So there's a start out, and good luck to you guys. Uh, Kathy, I wanted to get your opinion on something uh, that I saw this morning. Okay. And it has to do with cleaning. Okay. And that's why I was interested in your opinion. Um, apparently, there is something called the fly lady cleaning method. Okay. All right. Like, like a fly honey? <laughs> I guess so. That's, yeah. that's her name. So okay. uh, TikTok is apparently embracing this method. It was created by Marla Silly <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the 1990s. But, it, it, but, you know, it probably did mean the fly, like fly honeys, because... <laughs> That that is uh, that's Marky Mark, by the way, yeah. uh, on his uh, exercise video, <laughs> and he had all kinds of. He fly had a honeys. couple of fly honeys yeah. working out with him, and when they would do like a push up, he'd yeah. go, <laughs> he'd say, "Look at that." <laughs> so anyhow, uh, so yeah, the uh, it's reached a new audience on uh, TikTok with the hashtag Fly Lady Method, pal, <laughs> uh, getting more than sixty four million views. So <laughs> Rosa Picosa. Uh, has spread the word about the cleaning method on the app. The method <laughs> has great, gained recent attention specifically for its systematic division of the house called zones. See, now, I like this idea. Okay. Uh, because, I'm listening. All right, and the, the cleaning time limits as well. So, Silly writes oh, yeah. on her website, all I ask is 15 minutes a day. Set a timer and just do a little bit every day, and you will see the difference in a week's time. It didn't get dirty in a day. It's not going to get clean overnight. And, the, and there are five zones, okay? All right, five, let me see how the zones are reconciled here. All right, zone one, clean the entrance, front porch, and dining room during the first week of the month, which okay. may only be a few days. Our front porch is our dining room. <laughs> Number two. You're in luck. Zone two. Clean kitchen during the first full week of the month. Okay, so is this just cleaning, like wiping down, like dust, dirt? I think this is like um, more than just picking up and so on, like like doing like the organizing. No, I think it's uh, polishing. Yeah, like all that. of that because there's yeah. no way okay. there no one with a grasp of sanity would suggest clean your kitchen once a month. Right, so yeah. I think it's I think it's to polish to to you're, like a deep clean. I assume we're already keeping it straightened. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay, but this okay, is the okay. clean part of it. The straightening is very important to me. Uh, yes. So zone three, main bathroom and one other room in the house, such as a child's room, extra room, office, craft room, or utility room. And so 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 zone three or, or any of these zones, they for how it's fifteen minutes a day for a week. So you're supposed to accomplish that zone in a week. Fifteen minute, I guess so. Yeah, I think that's what, what does Fly Honey say, pal? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is like essentially what I've suggested to people whose homes are filthy. Well, are cluttered, yeah, and and they say I can't start because I don't know where to start, and like I, because I've had conversations with people. I have a friend who um, she borders on. Uh, hoarding. Order. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, and she's like, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to have somebody come in and like rip it all apart. And I'm like, you just take one little 
corner or, you know, of a room or whatever. Take 15 minutes a day and and work your way through. Right. And then stop. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, because here's my problem. Once, once I start on a little project, like I'm, I have to finish it. Like I need to tear through it and do it. And then it becomes big. Yeah. And overwhelming Mm -hmm. and eats up the whole day. Sure. And what I really need to do is to be able to take that 15 minute, that 30 minute window, whatever it may be, and then stop. Yeah. And then come back to it the next day and just keep doing it that way. And you'll see over time, you've chipped away at a lot. Yeah. Pretty Mm. quickly. Um, I think that's good advice. But but without becoming overwhelming. Right. I think that's good advice for anybody, whether you have to declutter or like this, you just want to like, you know, get the shape, I mean, get the uh, house, you know, nice and clean. Right. So zone four is the master bedroom, including closets and bathroom uh, during the third full week of the month. Uh, Zone five uh, the living room is the fifth week of the month. How, wait, there's only the hell are they talking only about four here? weeks in a month, right? Yeah. It, by wow. the seventh week of the month, what rooms are you on? Uh, and usually last a few days, it says, rolls into zone one time frame. The overall goal is to only spend 15 minutes a day working on your zone for that week. This is during the year of the snake? So I like that. I like that idea of just if you, once you, once you get to getting it all done... Then you'll only have to do 15 minutes a day, and that's it, every day. Yeah. And you can handle that. Yeah, absolutely. Can you? This, this just reminded me. Um, I forgot that I did this last year, and I'm mad that I didn't remember. But um, last year for Lent, I part of Lent, I would take, uh, you know, like a junk drawer or some, uh, you know, somewhere in the basement, a bin that just sat there, and I didn't know what was in it. And I would go through it and throw out what we didn't need or organize, you know, what I wanted to keep or whatever. Right. Um, so, you know, it's similar to that, just something each day. That's a good idea. Lenson, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. You, so you're subscribing to the fly hunting system? Um, maybe. It seems a little too involved for me. But well, I like the idea of just of, of a little bit at a time. Do the long game on this. You why know don't what I you mean? do all of them in one very long day? I could do that. Until you pass out. Right. No, I think that no. seems very productive. No, but that's what people look at, and they, they're overwhelmed by it, and right. then they can't do it. Whereas this is going to get people act do it for 15 minutes a day, and but commit to the 15 minutes. Is it is there a time at which you assess what rooms you are just not into cleaning, and you board them up? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, somebody said... I thought about it. Somebody sent this to me the other day, uh, Press. This kind of goes to what you were saying, but uh, it says, I guess some people start a task and then just finish it instead of trying to do 14 things at once like a squirrel on cocaine right um because like i'll start something you know like okay we're gonna do a you know organize the junk drawer and then it's like no and i've, I've ripped through the entire kitchen yeah. and then i'll go to move one thing in the kitchen that's supposed to be in the garage and i start organizing the garage and then i come back and i'm like oh i forgot i tore the kitchen apart yeah, totally i do that too <laughs> absolutely yeah so and then you end up doing yeah, yeah yeah you end up doing a ton of things in one day yeah it's like uh in any kind of slight improvement you might want to make at the house well if we're gonna, you know, if we're, if we're gonna change the cabinets, right. we need to change need, the countertop. We need a new car, and if we need, yeah, <laughs> that's what it eventually turns into. Yeah, yeah. I've got to um, change that Arm and Hammer in the refrigerator, and I need a new car. But I thought this was interesting—the fly lady method. And uh, Nick had uh, highlighted a part of a website that says, "And now the name Fly Lady has come to mean so much more." One of her members came up with a great acronym for it, uh, Finally Loving Yourself, F-L-Y. Who is the, the Netflix organizer? I forget her name. I watch, you're Right, yes. Her big thing was... Marie Kondo. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, um, you know, bringing neatness into your life brings some uh, sanity into your life, you know, and, and uh, getting rid of things that don't bring joy, you know, it's uh, there. there's... 
wisdom to that. You know, you don't have to take it to the extremes in order to uh, right. apply all of those principles to your life. But, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of um, common sense. There in is that. merit to it. Yeah. Do I need that rabid raccoon? <laughs> no. Probably not. Yeah. It was, just makes you anxious. Uh, there was the one gal who was kind of the it cleaning woman for a while. She's Asian. Um, yeah, that's spoken her. in English. That's the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marie Kondo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. She, I've she never was, watched her stuff. Uh, she was like a minimalist, though. So that's the thing. It's like most people... That's don't too ha- much. Don't have well, yeah. Of getting like, rid of too much. Well, she would. She would take it further. Like Kathy's right. She wouldn't have a pair of shoes. She'd just have one shoe. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that's just not. But it was almost like that. Like if unless you're living that lifestyle, you couldn't do what she was suggesting. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I'm good with that though. I do not like the clutter. I do like organization. Uh, I I stay on stuff pretty well. But what you know what ends up happening. Like time off, we have time off. I'm I I just rip through the house, you know, and Doing do it. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, right after too. another to I get know. that stuff off my mind because I feel like such a loser that I haven't gotten to it in my regular life. I got to get to the garage now. Once it start, once we start to get a couple of warm days, I got to get I got to do the garage thing and just kind of get it back in order. <sighs> so that maggot uh, was a maggot garbage can or what? Was uh, it? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, at least at least once a year, there's a there's a we'll we'll miss a a garbage day. Oh God! And then it's uh, it's our little writhing friends all over the ground, which is just just welcome back, buddies. I know. Hey, I wanted to mention this. Uh, We uh, got mentioned in a tweet uh, from uh, Jake's in uh, Westchester. Uh, They got past. uh, They got they got the number one seed. It says here. Oh good. uh, In that uh, barstool sports uh, greatest pub or whatever it was. Uh, so this was from, was Dwayne the guy you had mentioned? Yes, he was yeah. the bartender. Yeah, he wrote, uh, great job and thanks to everyone that voted for Jake's. We got the number one seed. Awesome work. Couldn't have done it without you. Now enough of the mushy stuff and let's bring home the championship and kick some ass. And then he wrote, dollar beers bitch. <laughs> <laughs> As a hashtag. So uh, that, how long has he been there, conservatively? I mean, Kathy? I was there in, I guess I started going to the Bars in 2010. No, no yes, right. Yeah, two, yeah. Yes, yeah, you were right. Yeah, yeah, 2010. 2010. 21 was 2010. No, late late 90s, uh, right. early 2000s, and he was. I mean, he was the bartender, and he had been there. Had been there, okay, yeah, for a while. So this is a he's he's got to be part owner, right? I think we said he. Yeah, he's in the family. He's married right. to maybe Jake's daughter. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, one other quick thing, and then we're gonna have to take a break because we got the bizarre file coming up, but. Um, this was almost in the bizarre file, but it turns out to not be true, so I wanted to pass this along. Uh, this week, uh, news outlets reported uh, that the head of Russia's space agency threatened to leave oh, American astronaut Mark Vandy Hay, the record holder for the longest space flight, aboard the International Space Station rather than allowing him to return to Earth Dear on God. a Russian spacecraft. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't true. No, yes. I was kind of hoping that he would stay, would leave him there, and then in, like intergalactic bandits would try to get into the space station, ah. and he would use all sorts of things like uh, swinging cans of paint, right, right, yeah. right, right, heating up the doorknob yeah, right, right. and stuff like that, yeah, <laughs> to to cool. repel them. Yeah. That'd be. I cool. think they keep some insects up there, like Absolute. giant tarantulas, absolutely, and so on. Could yeah, use them. all that. Uh, Mandy Hay began his mission uh, April 9, twenty twenty one, and is scheduled to return to Earth March third of this month, and uh, that will mean he has spent 355 consecutive days in Earth orbit. How do you not walk out of that and on, on regular terra firma with regular gravity and not feel like you're carrying a bus on your back? Yeah, totally, right? Yeah. I mean, they have them exercising regularly. Yeah, but it's still uh, not the but same. But still, you, you would feel... Yeah. 
pushed down right. after being up there for, you know, almost a year. Uh, the plan is for Vandy Hay to land in Kazakhstan uh, along with two Russian cosmonauts. Uh, aboard the Soyuz uh, MS-19 cruise ship. His long-term plan is to watch the ladies make water. Uh, however, oh, they go to Capital City. Uh, capital City. Uh, however, going? after Joe Biden instituted new sanctions in response to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, several news outlets reported that Dmitry Rogozin, the head of Russia's space agency, threatened to abandon Mendy Hay on the ISS. Uh, that claim stems from a video posted February 26th uh, which was shared by a Kremlin-aligned publication, RIA Novosti. I think we have the audio of yeah. that here. Yeah. And on weekends, yeah. uh, travel to Capital City and watch the ladies while they make a toilet. So, huh. <laughs> That's the plan right now. Uh, Roscosmos TV, the television station of the Russian Federal Space Agency, provided footage for the video but noted that the video was a joke. Uh, the same video also jokingly suggested that Russia might go so as far as to detach its portion of the ISS from the American side of the space station in addition to stranding uh, Bendy Hay. But I mean, obviously this is a, a dramatically serious thing that's going on, but um, that sounds like the, the plot of a comedy movie where, yeah, yeah. like, you know, warring factions in... Um, or, or not warring factions, but there's a, a tiff between two countries and an international space station, and the you know the classic white line down the middle of right, all that stuff. Right. Would well, you remember it was a, it was a little bit of a plot point in 2010? Yes, uh, true. Where they had Russians. the Russians, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, there was uh, the Cold War was still going on. Right, and that was, right. They wrote that into the uh, the plot line. All right, anyhow, just thought I would share that. We should take a break. I got some more messed up, bizarre file stories. No, you love that stuff. Yeah. When we get back, so make sure you hang close because we'll return shortly. And a new word of the week. Right? Oh, and Jackie Bam Bam doing a rare Preston and Steve show appearance this morning. We'll talk to him as well in a bit. So stay with us. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber. We shall do the Bizarre Fire. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Fire. And this morning, it is brought to you by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. And you can schedule their full-service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds. Guaranteed. All right. Promise you some messed up stories. We'll start with this one in Florida. The human remains found in an alligator's mouth in the Hungry Land Preserve have been identified. The sheriff's office announced that the arm, hand, and part of a leg are believed to be those of 42-year-old Dustin Davis Mills. The medical examiner was able to determine the identity using fingerprints from Mills's hand, which investigators say was found near a large alligator that was guarding the body part. That's so disgusting. <clears throat> now, this story gets more intense as it goes along, believe it or not. So the investigation began on Wednesday after Sheriff William Snyder said a biologist from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission located what appeared to be an arm inside of an alligator's mouth. God! Officers later located the arm and confirmed that it was human remains. Spit it out. A fire rescue... <laughs> that bit it! Spit it! Uh-uh. Spit it! Open! Open! Do you want a treat? 
<laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> Good boy. Now give me the arm. Freaking, could you imagine how much therapy you'd need if you saw a human arm? Yeah, it's messed up. In, in the a, mouth? So a fire rescue dive team went into the canal for any additional remains as a sniper watched over the team. How would you imagine uh-huh. being the dive no. team? That had no, 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 no. So a second body part was found Thursday on the bank of a different canal about a mile from the original location. Investigators said that the area is filled with alligators, bobcats, and wild hogs making for treacherous search conditions. You mean that older motorcycle club? <laughs> no, no, that was a, that was a movie. Oh. But, uh, that was different. Um, so dive team and officers uh, spent Thursday combing hundreds of acres on the preserve searching for more human remains. Now... It, like I said, it, the, the plot thickened. So more human body parts were discovered Friday morning in what appeared to be a shallow grave. And detectives suspect that Mills was the victim of a homicide and his remains present evidence of being dismembered with a sharp instrument. Oh. So somebody killed him, oh, cut God. him up, buried him in a grave. An alligator went they and dug him. him up and started eating him. Don't and, blame me. Yeah, right. Weighed <laughs> <laughs> out like a charcuterie board. See, you're a good boy. I told you that. Thank it's okay. You. Yes. According to the sheriff's office, uh, Mills served time in prison for numerous crimes, including drug tracking, drug drug trafficking, resisting arrest, and battery on a first responder. He's re- released from the Department of Corrections in February of 2020 and had not maintained a permanent address since. So He's got one now. So somebody, yeah, he may have ratted on somebody. It's, well, it's possible. Found him, and uh, so wow, that's a pretty wild story. All right, a little less violent, but just as entertaining. In the UK, a driver in a 35 mile an hour helicopter police chase only had. A Legoland license when they pulled him over. A Legoland license? Yeah. Is that legit? So officers pursued the suspect from Bexley to the Isle of Sheppey with a helicopter called in. Welcome to Sheppey. And when they caught the 21-year-old after he ran out of fuel, he only had a toy license issued when he was a toddler in 2003. (laughs) I assume you have to renew those, right? Uh, he was arrested on suspicion of multiple driving and drug-related offenses. Uh, he had failed to stop at a stop sign. Over the next half hour, at, uh, he had sped all over, eventually come to a stop. And alongside the phony photo card awarded for passing a fake driving test in a brick-built car at the popular theme park, a large amount of cannabis was found as well. <laughs> Do you have a card for that? Uh, Kent's police tweeted, No, the Legoland license <laughs> was not the reason for the driver's dangerous driving. The large amount of cannabis was, so he was arrested. <laughs> Lego land license. That's hilarious, yeah. All right, this is pretty wild, too. A man who stole a 60-foot yacht was arrested Thursday after a 10-minute chase that ended up with him hitting several other boats and a seawall in Newport Beach Harbor. Uh, a report of someone vandalizing a yacht led police to the Pacific Coast Highway shortly after 10 a.m. My guess is he really didn't know what he was doing. But when officers arrived, they said the suspect jumped into the boat and took off. Ah! Deborah Dolly was aboard the sailboat when it was struck and said the starboard side had crashed into uh, into her several times. Dolly said she hit her head but otherwise was fine. Uh, after hitting the sailboat, the boat backed up, circled, and pursued by the Orange County Sheriff's Department Harbor Patrol, continued through the harbor until it hit another parked vessel Jeez. and then slammed into a wall beside a bridge. A 60-foot yacht. Yeah. Joel Siam 
of San Diego was arrested on suspicion of grand theft of a boat and possession of a stolen boat and was jailed on $3 million bail. Yeah, we're watching the footage. Yeah, the uh, yacht was... Clearly doesn't know what he's doing. The yacht was uh, docked for maintenance and the keys were inside it. Yeah. So it was easy for him to take it. I can drive one of these. Uh, the owner of the stolen boat told the station, uh, the television station there, that it was bought new in August oh. and was oh, to be used man. for a oh. charter business. Oh, uh, the owner also oh, said... insurance, right? He also said half bottle tequila from inside the was gone as well. So, yeah, and I wonder because, you know, they left the keys in there yeah. if uh, what the liability will be or not. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You're still not allowed to steal boats. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Some good stuff today. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We'll see if you have indeed been paying attention because we'll have a lesson question about today's program. Trash and music news coming up too. We'll be back in just a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's... it's The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Sunshine and warmer temperatures. Snow, if there's any left in your region, like where I live, going bye-bye. Yeah, you got... You were hit far worse. I, than, showed, than I showed you the video, showed, man. showed me the video. We got nailed. It's a winter wonderland. Yeah, it was pretty interesting, which is fine. I can take a winter wonderland yeah, for like yeah. two days. Right. Yeah. And then gone. Goodbye. And good. And it was this wet, heavy snow. It stuck in the trees. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was absolutely beautiful. But in and out, gone. I'm happy with that. I like them like that, man. Very, very nice. So, uh, nonetheless, we have a couple things we need to do here. Oh, weather-wise, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day. 60 degrees. Tomorrow's going to be like 68. Oh Wednesday's going to be 70. Oh yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so, nice. As Marky Mark would say, pow, baby. All right, um... We're going to give away a prize for the lesson question, a four-pack of tickets to see the Philly Home Show, which is uh, the 18th through the 20th and the 25th through the 27th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Uh, And why not do this? What is Casey's new regal title? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you were listening and if you know the answer. What is Casey's new regal title? That uh, I accidentally gave to him on the air this morning. Let's see if you were listening and you know. If you do, call in now because you might win while we do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get to it, Steve. What's going on this morning? Well, Kanye West wore a full black head mask as he and his new girlfriend, Chaney Jones, took in the Lakers game on Friday night. Kanye says his privacy is very important to him 
in a statement released by the publicity team of his promotions department. <laughs> oh, my God. Gina Davis is set to star in a legal drama for CBS in which she will play an attorney who hires her own private detective son as her in-house investigator. Davis says she has concerns about CBS's commitment to the show, which at present is titled, Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> and finally, Zoe Saldana is opening, about, opening up about the time when a former manager encouraged her to change her name. Saldana says she really dodged a bullet at the time because her agent was suggesting the name Coronavirus Fentanyl. Wow. <laughs> not, not a good name, and that's your Hollywood track. All right, let's go to the phones and look for an answer. We need to know what uh, Casey's new regal title is that he got uh, this morning. 215-263-WMMR. It is Scott we will go to. And, hey, Scott, good morning. Yoo-hoo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, what is Casey's new regal title, please? It's King Door. King Door. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, Scott. We got your info. We're going to give you four pack of tickets for the Filling Home Show, March 18th through the 20th, 25th through the 27th as well at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Uh, for more information and discount tickets, you can go to phillyhomeshow.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, music news brought to you this morning by DraftKings. You can turn your love of blackjack slots roulette into something even more special with DraftKings Casino. Download the DraftKings Casino app and use code WMMR for special offers with the DraftKings Casino app. You have a casino at your fingertips. All right, I'm not sure what to do here. We have a lot. And we even have a guest. Yes. Should I save our guest for last, do you think? or That's what uh, Vanessa Williams said, right? Yes. Save, save our guest for last. last. Yes. <laughs> okay. Save our guest for last. I love that last. song, by the way. Um, and real quick then, should I do the concert announcement first then? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be cool. This show is going to be Friday, August 5th. It will be at the Waterfront Music Pavilion. Tickets are going to go on sale for this event on Friday at 10 a.m. And I'm not giving away tickets now, but Pierre will have them all week long for MMR Rocking the Show starring Incubus and Sublime with Rome. Yeah. So that show. There we go. Thank you. Uh, Incubus and Sublime with Rome, Friday, August 5th at the Waterfront Music Pavilion. And like I said, tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. And you can listen to Pierre all this week to win tickets. Uh, complete details at WMMR.com, including another chance to win uh, for MMR VIP. It's a good show. Yeah, absolutely. Those are, those are two great bands, have their own distinct sound. Full catalogs. Uh, yep, and uh, beautiful to sit outside and enjoy music from that. So August 5th by then, nice and toasty warm outdoor show with both Incubus and Sublime with Rome. So there's that order of business. Uh, now some news stories, then we're going to get to Jackie Bam Bam at the end here. So Absolutely. hang on tight. All, all uh, vampires hang in there because your king is coming. <laughs> uh, reports say that Marilyn Manson has threatened retaliatory legal action against former assistant Ashley Walters. Uh, if she took part in Evan Rachel Wood's documentary, Phoenix Rising, Wood premiered the documentary at Sundance Film Festival back in January, which details her allegations against Manson. This month, TMZ revealed Manson is suing both Wood and her partner, Ilma Gore, uh, for fraud, conspiracy, and defamation. 
According to Loudwire, uh, via Rolling Stone, an amended lawsuit filed March 11th stated that Walters was allegedly threatened with similar legal proceedings if she was involved in the documentary. Walters originally filed a lawsuit against Manson for sexual assault, battery and harassment in May 2021. A member of Manson's team told NME that he vehemently denied any accusations of assault. Manson's lawyers tried to have the case thrown out due to statute of limitations, but the judge declined to rule on the motion until a later date. According to the amended lawsuit, Walter stated she repressed the memories of the abuse she claims to have endured by Manson. Uh, she added she only confronted the alleged event after a therapy session in fall of 2020. Interesting. Phoenix Rising uh, premieres on the 15th and 16th on HBO. This is one of the stranger things that I've seen in music news in recent uh, memory, but uh, Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates revealed that he was asked to replace David Lee Roth in Van Halen. What? <sighs> Interesting. Paul recalled the invitation. He said, I knew those guys in Van Halen. I knew them really well. We actually shared some people, crew, and things like that. And Eddie came to a show with Valerie. And this goes back, you know, when uh, David just left the band. And Eddie said, you want to join Van Halen, man? <laughs> and he goes, he was half choking, but I think he was serious. I really do believe, really do believe that he was serious, and I took it seriously. And I went, nah, I think not. He's like, I- I've got my own stuff going on. Uh, Hall went on to reveal that uh, the opening keyboard lick to Van Halen's "Jump," by the way, yeah, was inspired by uh, "Kiss Is on My List." Dun 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 dun. Right. Dun, 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 dun. So I could see that after after kind of thinking about it this morning. Because that, that uh, piano part goes... Dun, 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 dun. I think it actually sounds a little bit more like... Um, I think it sounds a little bit more like, oh, man, there's a there's a, a Sammy Hagar era song that kind of starts off with that. Maybe Dreams is what I'm thinking of. Uh, but, well, you know what? Daryl Hall's one of the best voices in rock and pop. I mean, just an amazing voice. I think he he would have been... He wouldn't have been right over- for Overqualified for the, that... Stuff. I mean, it's great, but still. Yeah. So maybe they were both influenced by that. Sammy Hager's a good singer, though. I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. No, it, it just it. Uh, he wouldn't have had. He, it's he's a little more soulful. Yes. And he wouldn't have had enough of the the bite that you needed to be in Van Halen vocally. I don't think. Uh, so to show their solidarity with the people of Ukraine, uh, Pink Floyd have pulled all their post 1987 music off of Russia and Belarus streaming sites. Uh, the band released a statement, which reads, to stand with the world as strongly condemning and strongly condemning Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the works of Pink Floyd from 1987 onwards, and all of David Gilver, Gilmore's solo recordings are being removed from all digital music providers in Russia and Belarus from today. You got to wonder, though, like for the people who are there, who, you know, the, the, the citizenry, May not be on board with this, and there right. are obviously there are people protesting. In a way, a lot of times, what the music of Pink Floyd is called for is, you know, rising up, and like when the wall came down and everything. And you know, I wonder if that's going against purposes. Mm, don't know. Uh, I thought this was really cool. Rush just released a newly produced animated video uh, for the band's legendary 1981 track YYZ. Or is is they, that what you were watching this or morning? Or they call it YYZ? Uh, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. watching. Really cool animated video for it. And does it tell the story of the song? Or? It tells, no, it tells an interesting story. Uh, and there are a lot of Easter eggs. There are a lot of things okay. involved in um, the band's history that you can see written and alluded to in it. But no, it's just a, this little adventure 
that's uh, um, animated. Uh, the new clip serves as a teaser to the band's Moving Pictures expanded reissue, which is set to drop on April 15th. In addition to the 2015 remaster, uh, the package will also include a previously unreleased Toronto concert from March 25th, 1991. Uh, I'm not sure if we have that on WMMR.com or yet, but it should be up, if not, very, very soon. All right, and then finally, this is very interesting, Nirvana is not quite to Matt Reeves' The Batman as Prince was to Tim Burton's 1989 version of Batman, but even with only one oldie being used instead of an entire new score, uh, the new film is being identified with primarily one musician thanks to Kurt Cobain's Something in the Way, appearing at prominent beginning and end points in the film as well as being alluded to in the score. And it's used really, really effectively. I mean, it really set the mood for the entire movie. Yeah. So the gloomy-sounding song is experience, uh, experiencing something in the way of a comeback, even outside of theaters, not surprisingly. As of this Friday, uh, this past Friday afternoon, a week after the film's release, Something in the Way sits at number three on Spotify's daily ranking of the top 50 streaming songs in the U.S., with 803,000 plays for that day alone. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Just behind the number one, Glass Animals, and another movie-based song at number two, We Don't Care About Bruno. I'll tell you something else. The Michael Giacchino score for The Batman is fantastic. Uh, in the first four days that the film was out, the 3.1 million on-demand streams for Nirvana songs, uh, song representing a... 734% increase over the total streams in the four days before the Batman came out. It's pretty amazing. So it's, yeah. uh, it's getting this wild resurgence. Based on your and Nick's experience with uh, Giacchino when he was scoring uh, the Spider-Man movie, um, you know, I wonder if that was his choice to, to use that song um, in the beginning of the, and at the end of the movie because... Probably right. I mean, since he's also a music supervisor, I assume. On the... I don't know. The director may have had a very specific... Yeah, uh, it was perfect. The I, way I don't know the when the the second the first note hits, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's we should stuff. ask him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to talk to him and find out if that is indeed the case. So yep. maybe we'll get a chance to do that. All right, and then a final item. It involves a guest, and we've saved the best for last. We have, in case you just wanted to hear this song. So, ladies and gentlemen, the nighttime warrior, the vampire, our friend, your friend, Jackie Bam Bam. Yeah. Hi, Jackie. Oh, good you morning. Good wow. you what an morning, intro there. Buddy. I guess that's going to be the headliner on the, uh, what did you call them, the King Door Festival? That's why I'm here to announce it. That's it, King yeah. Door Festival. That's awesome. Yeah. No, so listen, you've got a really cool thing uh, coming up and an opportunity uh, for people to do something pretty damn special. So I thought I would let you roll all this out, Jackie. I haven't revealed any of the details as of yet. Press. Grab them drumsticks. We need a drum roll here. Oh, yeah? I, where are they? I got there you go. That's, he's playing right now. All right. There it is. You want me to All do right. it? Or, uh, <laughs> this, what do you want to do here? All right. Go ahead. Now. We have a sound check party with two great uh, MM artists that are coming into town playing the Fillmore. Dirty Honey, Mammoth Wolf Gang Van Halen. So we have plenty of tickets to give away to a sound check party. That means you're going to get there and basically spend the whole day with the band. Wow. Uh, once the roadies load in, set that back line up, 
You're going to hear all the dirt. You're going to hear, hey, I can't hear my in-ears. Yo, uh, my kick drum's too loud. You're going to hear the entire sound check. Now, will they rehearse brand new songs? That's a time when bands do this. Again, it's Dirty Honey and Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. They're allowing our listeners to come to Soundcheck, which is, you know, after all the lockdown and all, finally we're going to do this. I don't think we've uh, done this till may, uh, since maybe the struts. It's been, it's been forever, yeah. And, and so yeah. you're saying, Jackie, both ba- both bands are allowing our listeners to be present for the sound checks? Yeah, what we're going to do is uh, mainly, I guess, this first week, I don't know how many they're going to allow. I'm hearing maybe 15 to 20, 25. Wow. But uh, in my prize talking all this week, not only am I going to give away tickets, I'm going to give away these sound check party passes. And I guess you guys or Pierre and Jackson uh, will get it up to maybe 20, 30 people at the most, guests. And like I said, uh, you'll be able to join us at the Fillmore the last day of this month. March 31st, MMR concert event. And now it's not just a concert event. It's a sound check party cool. for these very few lucky listeners. Nice. Very so you're going to start giving those away tonight, Jackie? Yeah. Uh, in my prize call for the night after uh, Metallica Monday, I thought I would do it tonight. I'm going to do it all this week. But uh, I don't know if uh, Casey Boy and Marissa, I was talking to their lead singer, Mark LaBelle. Uh, he is actually going to give them away uh, when you hear his voice, I call it an ID sounder when my prize coffin opens. I don't know if we have that. We do. Yep, we got it. You want me to play it? You want me to play it, Jackie? Yeah, if you can. Right, this is what it's going to sound like. Here we go. What's up, Philadelphia? It's Mark LaBelle. It's John Notto here from Dirty Honey. We're coming back to Philly with Mammoth WVH, the Young Guns Tour, and Caller 25 wins a pair of soundcheck party passes with our pal Jackie Bam Bam. We're this is not right now, by the way. We're going to yes. light it up in Philly. The Fillmore is going to be popping Thursday, March, March 31st. 31st. Dirty Honey Philly is about to get a little dirtier. Let's uh, get live. All right, so that is going to be on uh, that you're going to hear that tonight, the rest of the week, and your chance to call in and win those tickets. It's pretty sweet. Jackie, have you been in attendance for sound checks before? Uh, I was at that TLA with the uh, Struts before, and uh, years ago. I mean, we haven't done this just like uh, record release parties, you know? Right. That's a, we haven't done this in a while. But uh, as you know, Brass, you, me, Casey, we're sitting uh, side stage with these guys at the... Uh, MMRBQ, that's where it all started to get together. And they said, you know, let's go out on tour together. And that's where it all, you know, bloomed from. I love that. It's very cool. And that that is a very cool experience to see that rehearsal process. It's, you know, you don't normally get access this way. So it's well worth your time to try to win these. Yep. Yeah, you might even hear brand new songs because, you know, when bands go out on the road, that's where they uh, try and put these little ideas together. It's the only time they have together other than being in a hotel. Right. If they bought a little uh, studio. But uh, during the sound check, you might hear a clip of a new song. Nice. You might even hear one guy yelling at another guy. It's it's great. By the way, that show is uh, at the Fillmore, and it's on March 31st. Jackie's hosting it. Tickets are on sale now. In fact, there are a limited number of $19.33 tickets starting today while supplies last. So if you want to grab a a cheap ticket, go and get those now. You can go to WMMR.com to get uh, the ticket password and the complete details. Excellent. Available. But tune in to Jackie Bam Bam tonight with your chance to win tickets to be at the Soundcheck. And you probably get to talk to them, you know, I think, stuff yes. like that. They're, they're, they're really so. likable guys. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of likable guys, we love you, Jackie. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, guys. All right, Jackie, bam, bam, everybody. Hey.
our own vampire here at WMMR. So happy to pass that information along. So tune in to him tonight. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And when we return, we will wrap up today's program. So make sure you stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, 10.35 with the Preston and Steve Show on a fine Monday coming to a close as we've had a good time today on this program. Always great to start the week off having a good time, don't you know? Good weather, good guests. And the promise of continued good weather. That too, absolutely, because tomorrow is going to be like 60 days. It's going to be 68 Tomorrow is going to be about 70 degrees on Wednesday, sunshine. I'm bringing my fishing pen. Oh, you need to. Yeah. Time to do it. (laughs) Fishing pen. Time to break it out. I got to get on my bike. I haven't been on my bike since October. And uh, and you are a diehard bike rider. I am. I am. And also, the Bend to the Shore um, is registration is now open, so you can join Team WMMR right now. Wow. I came up with the the jersey designs last week. Oh, yeah. That's cool. They're awesome. They're awesome. I thought long and hard about it. Uh, I had gone back and forth, and then on my way into work, at some point last week, it just dawned on me. It was like, ding, and I came up with the design. King Door. King Door. King Door. King Door. <laughs> no, I will not exciting. reveal. Don't reveal yet. I, no, I never do. Yeah, yeah. I never do. But, uh, you know, if you want to join the team, you can get a jersey. Nice. He's excited. Uh-huh. He's excited. By the way, uh, you wouldn't be called a biker. Cyclist. Cyclist. Thank you very much. So yeah. Cycler. You're a cyclist. Uh, a bikelist is uh, another thing you can call right. me as well. Really? So, yeah. Well. Okay. That's when I was on my way to becoming a, a cyclist. Okay. And I was, There's uh, a protocol. I got you. I would like to thank, uh, number one, the student performers that we had on this morning from the Arts Academy. Yeah. Middle school. How cool. And they sang that cool uh, vocalization uh, that happens in the beginning of the movie Frozen. And there was, it was com- some complex stuff. And very impressive, and it was cool having them on today. Also, thank you to Murray hey. of Impractical Jokers. James Murray has a new book out. It's called Alien Summer Number One, Area 51 Interns. It's uh, for teenagers, and uh, it's available on Amazon today. So it was great having him on. It was also wonderful having Jackie Bam Bam on the program at the end there. Uh, Jackie's soundcheck party promo with Dirty Honey and Mammoth WVH. Tonight, your chance to win tickets to see those bands uh, performing while you are at their soundcheck. And uh-oh, what? Somebody give him a napkin. What, what happened? He's just spilling coffee. It's all right. There you go. A small amount. Little spillage? Little. Okay. We can deal with little spillage. Here here. Oh, wait. Here you go, Pierre. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's a... Now you're all good to go. So happy. It's like now. it never happened. The lid's not on yet. Hold on. Give him a minute. <laughs> I know. Well, this, this, is, this could still go bad. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you say things like that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Experience? <laughs> Stop <laughs> using the truth against me. A long and storied history. Um, yeah, I um, spilled some coffee last week into the um, keyboard. 
Just a little keyboard thing. Okay. In, in uh, Studio 4F next door. And um, I, was just, I was just taking my towel and cleaning through the little ABCs of the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And then Pancake went and got this air sprayer right. um, that you can get with a little uh, device on it. They call it liquid air. Yeah. yeah. And then the engineers came a-running. They go... You ha- you put sugar in your coffee. We have to replace that keyboard, mm. and so they replaced it. And then I I was telling Jackson what I what I had done, and I said, "But it's all nice and clean and new now." And he pulled it out, and there was ketchup. <laughs> I had I had oh taken a bite of my, oh my little vegetarian burrito right over the keyboard, and, and a new one, yeah, and uh, and a little dribble of ketchup had come down over the the enter. Uh, little button, uh-huh. and I said, "Shh," <laughs> and we'll just take care of this very quietly. On a dollar basis, though, your damage is becoming more and more affordable. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not a whole board, full console to a small keyboard. Exactly. That's great. It's You're going nothing. in the right direction. That's not. It's yeah. part of the budget. You just yeah. budget it. <laughs> part of the budget. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Soon we'll be in the black. It'll be great. Nick, we Soon spilled. We, will. we spilled water on your mic controls when you were out last week. Uh-oh. Actually, Uh-oh. it wasn't we. It was Preston. On this microphone? I didn't do anything. I threw you a bag of spaghetti. <laughs> the what? old the old I threw you a bag of spaghetti. Yeah, you know. no, of course. <laughs> but literally a bag filled with spaghetti. I Cooked threw it spaghetti. to her. Uh-huh. She missed the catch and no, hit uh... No, I didn't. I caught it, but my look, my I keep my um water bottle open, yeah. you know, for quick sips. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> when I caught it, I hit my water bottle and it went oh, over onto your your Yanni. You you sound great, Nick. Well, so. thanks. Yeah. Good. Probably because of the water. You'd never know. <laughs> there you go. All's all right. well that ends well. Well, we're all cleaned up. We're all tidy. And we're all ready to go. You ready to get the letter of the day for the word of the you week? You betcha. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... Q is in Queen. All right. And we have a four-pack of tickets to see the Black Keys and an autographed drumhead from them. And MMR rocks the Black Keys Saturday, July 30th at Waterfront Music Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com, including the video for their new song, Wild Child. So we're on our way. We will give that away on uh, Friday, which will be awesome. Uh, what's happening on your program today? Well, uh, you just announced the Sublime with Rome and Incubus show. Did you not just announce mm-hmm. that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I thought so. So that's in Camden, August 5th. And we've got tickets, Mr. Pancake and myself, all this week to give away for that. So that's cool. Uh, we'll also have, speaking of Q, a block of Queen, a block of Genesis, a block of Collective Soul in our workforce box. That sounds fine. Yeah. I love and that. that. was great news having Bam Bam here yeah. to talk about his soundcheck party giveaways, uh, which is cool. And yep. that uh, station ID with uh, Mark from Dirty Honey. Yeah. So, uh, so cool. yep, he'll be hitting those tonight. So listen for your chance to win those tickets. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show's brought to you today by Dunkin' the Official Coffee. Of the President Steve Show and also uh, by Acme Markets. You can get free flu shots or COVID-19 boosters at their pharmacy. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Tomorrow is a Tuesday, therefore that means we'll be giving away a Preston and Steve tattoo with Taz Tuesday. So don't miss that from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And also actor Wendell Pierce. Will be on the show. I he's love great that guy. in Jack Ryan, and he's uh, promoting uh, a few other things as yeah. well. I love Jack Ryan. Yeah. Great series. He's a great actor. Agreed. So we'll talk to him tomorrow. And we'll cool. see what else we get into. That's Ooh. it. We are done. 
Rage on and have a great Ask day. Ask him when season three is coming. I need uh, to know that as well. I just finished season two again. It is a great show. It's a great show. We'll pass along your approval to him. Say, Wendell, our friend Pierre wants to know when season three of Jack Ryan is coming out. Maybe he we'll just script. Maybe we'll just play this segment for him. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yo, when? Bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye. Don't go. Steve on 93.3. Bing, there. Do, do, be, do, do, da, da.